And welcome back, everyone. It is episode 165 of Thirst and Goal. I'm Franny. Across the table from me is Ben. And we are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com, or search us in any pod catcher. Indeed. Franny, how was your week this week? It actually, you know, this week actually flew by, Ben. It was a good week. It flew by. What about you? Uh, same. Actually, it was not wow. a bad week. Wow. Beautiful weather here in Southern California. You got a little rain. That's true. We did get a little bit of rain, which is kind of odd. And yeah. it was cool the rest of the week. It was, well, <sighs> not cool-ish. Yeah, well, 70 degrees today, but you know. It's going to be 100 degrees <laughs> in the valley by Thursday of Thursday, next week. Yeah, probably Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Friday. Cool down a little bit next weekend, but it's still going to be warm for the podcast tonight. Little chilly, yeah, a little chilly. Uh, so you know, we busted out some new drinks. We both are drinking something new this week, Friday. What are you drinking? Uh, actually, my glass right now, I have the bull moose from last week. That was the last few drops of the bull moose with this fancy Q Spectacular Club soda. I did a little band. shopping yesterday. Uh, no, I'm determined still to try to find an Irish whiskey of... that tastes good, so I bought one. It, we did. <laughs> and I picked you up some fancy tonic or fancy yeah. club soda. We got the club soda with a little bit of Coke with that Bull Moose uh, rye, and it is a good mixture. And then next up, I have the Ethan's Reserve Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Once I finish this glass, I'm going to pour some of that into here with the same club soda, Coke mix, and see how it tastes. But I really do like this Bull Moose. With this mixture, just adds that nice little bit of spice from the rye. Great mixer. What about you, Ben? Absolutely. I went back, well, only because it's a little chilly tonight. I went back to the Copper and Kings. Uh, Friday picked me up this bottle of the Moons of Jupiter Gin. It's a beautiful, heavily juniper gin from down in the great state of Kentucky, that stalwart of gin manufacturing down in Kentucky. Uh, but it goes really well with some tonic, some lime. And it just brings out the juniper on a cold, cold fall, spring <laughs> night. I feel like it's fall. It feels like it's fall. I feel like it's fall. There's basketball on TV. And uh, there's no football. Though, uh, and I'm watching, you know, the last kingdom and Vikings. And it's a cold over there. For some reason, I felt like it was the fall today. It's actually almost summer. I know. It's right around the corner. You're way behind. I'm way behind. Uh, Friday. What are we going to talk about tonight? I feel uh, like I'm completely off my game. Tonight. I know. Seriously, what's going on? We got a little bit. A little bit I mean, it's a later start. I mean, a little bit later. Maybe like, yeah, 25 minutes later, later. than we usually start. Uh, but we have NFL news as usual. Ben, we have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there as well. We also have our feel good story. Cannot wait to hear that feel good story, Ben. We also have our hot takes. Possibly. You have to have a hot take. Maybe. Uh, by the time we get there, hopefully I'll have a hot take, Ben. And we also have our shot of the week, Ben, in honor of April Fool's Day, Ben. It yes. was April Fool's Day on yesterday, right? It was, what's today? I feel like it was like... Today is the second. Man, yes, time, it was, time really moves slow for me today. I feel like, so, it's, I feel like it's next week. Like, Friday was many, many days ago. It was just yesterday. Yeah, so uh, in honor of April Fool's Day, we have our Fool's Gold shot. Ben, a little bit of gold schlager in there. I'm sure it's going to be a good one, not spicy. Sorry. I mean, eventually we'll get another spicy one on the table for you. Someday. Yeah, someday. Maybe when the Steelers <laughs> win another game <laughs> with Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Well, Cam Hayward retired. Julian Edelman signed with the Bucks, yeah, yeah. And uh, Colin Kaepernick of, was signed by the Patriots. So a lot of April all the things happened yesterday. News coming out in the NFL. We also have our beverage of 
the night band. It is a cognac. We don't have too many of them on the show. And it is the Celt Tour de Monde. Uh, rare VSOP. Cannot wait to try that band. You know how much I enjoy cognacs. You don't really enjoy them as much as I do, but I cannot wait to try this one. And we also have our beer of the night as well, Ben. It is the Hoppy Poppy from Figueroa Mountain Brewing Company. Cannot wait to try that as well. It looks like it's a nice IPA. I think it's got some poppy seed in there as well. Kind of mixed Ooh, in. Oh, I man. like it. Yeah, I know. I like it. I know. And then we have our housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, Friday. What's first about a big board? First up, Ben, we have our NFL news. Can you believe it? It keeps on coming. coming down to the wire. Actually, it's not coming down <laughs> to the wire. But we finally have some interesting news after the big week of news we had a couple weeks ago. Friday, Bobby Wagner gets less. Causing NFC West stress. Bobby Wagner's back in the NFC West to chase a Super Bowl ring. Grant Gordon of NFL.com reported the longtime Seattle Seahawks all-pro linebacker has agreed to terms with the L.A. Rams. The team announced Wagner is getting a five-year, $50 million deal in L.A. worth up to $65 million with incentives. According to NFL Network's Tim Pelissero, Franny, what say you about Bobby Wagner going to the only good team in the NFC? <laughs> I mean, for him... It's a good move. I mean, if he's if he is chasing a ring uh, right now, I mean, this is the right move for him. Although he's a little bit older. I mean, you know, his, I think he's thirty one, thirty two. Thir- yeah, so, so I'm, I'm not sure. You know how much they're going to get out of Bobby Wagner. He's not the same Wagner that he was from a few years back. Even this last season, you know, he wasn't that great. I mean, he was he was you know in, uh, third in the was, NFC in tackles, I think. Yeah, but I mean, on what team? On the CLC Hawks. Yeah, and they don't have. I mean, they're they're. Their defense hasn't been – it's not the Legion of Boom, let's say. Yeah, their offense wasn't the Legion of, legion of, of anything. anything. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's it's a good move for uh, for the Rams, although I think it's a, it's, a, it's a large contract. It's a long contract for an older player. I'm not sure how soon the Rams could potentially get out of this contract. I mean, if, if things go south, if he doesn't perform like they expect him to. But, um, you know, it's a good move for the Rams. What do you think, Ben? I like it. I mean, the contract terms are not in the system, as they say. They haven't been reported to the Players Association. My guess is it's a, he'll be out after about two years on this contract. The, the Rams will have an opportunity to get out. Uh, but given the the USFL nature, the XFL nature of the NFC right now, he only had you know two really good opportunities, the Rams, the Bucks potentially, potentially the Eagles also have a pretty good team. The Cowboys have a pretty good team. But essentially, the NFC is the Bucks with Tom Brady coming back, getting Bruce Arians fired. Hey, forget about Green Bay. <laughs> well, Aaron Rodgers is still there. Uh, I don't care. He's still there. He, he he has a job. He plays for the Green Bay Packers. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Uh, but he has no receivers. The defense lost a couple players. He doesn't need receivers. He, he doesn't need big-name receivers, Ben. He needs ben. something. Uh, and they have a draft coming up. But we'll see what the Green Bay Packers do. All Aaron Rodgers cared about was getting a big contract. He got that big $60 million per year average contract. So he's happy. Even if they only win four games, he'll still be happy because he's the highest paid quarterback in the league. And that's all that Aaron Rodgers ultimately cares about. But was Wagner was Wagner's third in tackles? I mean, was, was it was like third or fourth in, ta- in the NFC in the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's, I mean, he's a tackling machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he, you know, his coverage skills have dropped off over the years. You know, he doesn't drop back. And in a coverage as much as he used to, but he's still great, you know, on, on, you know, kicks. In other words, on uh, uh, field goal attempts and, you know, those big kicking points in the game, he still has a lot of oomph to get at the, uh, to get at the kicker. You know, he tackles well, you know, you're not going to get a running back past him. You're not going to get that quick slant pass past him, but 
I mean, the Rams, you know, you, I mean, I know he's from LA, born and raised in LA, but leaving the Seahawks, a team that allegedly did want to figure out a way to keep him, and he takes this contract that's going to end, end up paying him less than $10 million a year. He'll probably only be there for two or three years. Yeah. It looks like his price tag drop, dropped dramatically. Uh, from what he thought he would be getting, I mean, he did make a hundred million dollars well, over his he career. Was, maybe he was offered more elsewhere, but you know, the Rams are a good opportunity for him to, you know, potentially get a Super Bowl ring. I mean, like you said, you know, the NFC is not full of strong candidates. Any right strong now. candidates? I mean, there's some good teams there. All right, <laughs> there are. No, there. <laughs> I mean, the AFC is strong. Even, even the, the AFC, the AFC is definitely stronger right now. Um, but, you know, maybe some of those other AFC teams weren't willing to offer him anything. You know, I'm not sure how many people were clamoring for for Wagner. Um, I but the Steelers should make a run at him. Uh, I think that would have been a good option for him, too. I mean, to go to the Steelers. I mean, yeah, but if he's if he's chasing a ring, you know, the, the opportunity to win it with the Steelers is not as great as it is with the Rams. Hey, right now. hey, I'm hey. just saying, I'm just saying, it was you know, last, it's, like, it's, it's old. Hey, news. hey, the I'm, Rams an, Eagle, are I'm old an Eagles news. fan. I'm an Eagles fan. And, you know, if he went to the Eagles, same thing. I mean, the opportunity is just not there. I mean, you know, potentially maybe win the NFC East. That's, you know, that that's the best the Eagles could probably do. They're not going to go to the Super Bowl, though. Yeah, I mean, it's like buying Tesla stock after it's already run up to $1,200. Mm-hmm. You know, the Rams are old news. They're Tesla IPO. And I feel like there's some other teams in the NFC. I think he, he, he probably could have really helped out the Cowboys. I think he really could have helped out the Eagles. The Steelers, unfortunately, the Steelers right now, have the highest paid offense or highest paid defense in the league and the lowest paid offense in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know that they wanted to spend even more money on defense. Learn that this week. I mean, that's pretty amazing. We have the, we, we have the least amount of money in the league spent on offense and the most on defense. I don't know how that is good. You need, you, you think there'd be a little bit of balance on your team, maybe, you know, fourth or fifth highest paid defense in the league and mm-hmm. fourth or fifth highest paid offense in the league. But the the Steelers are went all in on their on their defense, and we'll see ultimately what happens with that. Uh, but Franny, would you have wanted Bobby Wagner to come over to the Eagles? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, our linebacking core is not the greatest, so yeah, definitely, I would want him to come over to the Eagles. Uh, and you know, except the contract is not that bad; it's just a long term contract. I mean, it's you know, it, it's for his age. If he was a little bit younger, you know, great contract for whoever signs him. But right now, at his age. You know, it's not the greatest contract, but, you know, the Rams still got himself, themselves a good player. Yeah, and they're going to be practicing over here in, you know, a few miles away from where we are in Woodland Hills, California. They're going to set up a practice facility over there. So I'll have to figure out a way to get over there and get a Bobby Wagner signature for Sonia, who is a huge Seahawks fan. She's very sad to see Bobby she, Wagner I don't, I don't know if she's a big fan of his anymore, Ben. Uh, she loves him. Well, I, she still likes Russell Wilson. I mean, God yeah. love her. I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> Uh, but, I, but she, you've made it obvious on the but podcast. She, but Bobby Wagner, I mean, they did cut him. They didn't even make. I mean, they didn't make any real attempt to keep him long term. They already mm-hmm. gave him a hundred million dollars, granted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't. I don't think there's any reason to hold Bobby Wagner's de- departure against him, given the way that they did it. Russell Wilson, you know, was very passive aggressive. Played his best Aaron Rodgers impersonation. Uh, Friday, anything else to add about Bobby Wagner? No, no. Right, we have the new transition this week. Was. Oh, slap. Yeah, we got a slap for the Oscars. That's going to be our transition this week. That was stupid. <laughs> Everybody that getting was slapped. Stupid. I mean, great, great memes, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a really good one. That made my week. Yeah. That yeah. made my week. It was something to talk about. With Everyone had an opinion. Yeah. No matter who I talked to, everybody had an opinion about it. 
What would you think, Ben? I think he's a I think he's a little tiny little baby man. Yeah, a little little too sensitive there. I think a little too sensitive. A, a I mean, little? I mean, we know Chris Rock, and we know his his style of comedy. I mean, he's a he's a comedian. You shouldn't be, you know, getting all you know your 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 panties up in a bunch just because a, a comedian is saying something about your wife. I mean, he says something about everybody. Yeah, you know, it's like the first time he's ever said something offensive to somebody. You know, and it seemed like uh, Will Smith. Or he was. He, was, he thought it was funny yeah, until he got the side eye from <coughs> from yeah, uh, from Jada, from his wife, saying, "You yeah. need to." Especially he, with, uh, I'm a feminist, but just not in this moment. In this yeah. moment, I'm a helpless, helpless person. Yeah, I mean, she's the one who said it's an open marriage. I mean, it, fuck. I mean, like, if if he's okay with it being an open marriage, then you should be okay with Chris Rock saying some shit. I would be like, I'd, 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 I would applaud Chris Rock and be like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. I mean, first of all, I mean, I mean, obviously Jada doesn't have anything for Chris Rock. He's about thirty years too old for her. Uh, but but I did enjoy Ricky Gervais' comment this week. He essentially said, "I wouldn't have made fun of of Jada Pinkett's hair. I would have made fun of Jada Pinkett's boyfriend." Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the the irony is, I mean, if anyone watched Ricky Gervais do the, I think it was the Golden Globes a couple years ago, mm-hmm. he roasted everyone, yeah. uh, and it was brutal. It was nothing like, and he never got that slapped. pretty minor joke. Never got slept. Yeah, I mean, I've just, I've just never seen anything like it. I mean, Sonia told me about it. I didn't. I mean, I haven't watched the Oscars probably in twenty years mm-hmm. uh, because it was probably it wasn't even interesting then. But, <laughs> but it's definitely not interesting now. Uh, but yeah, she told me about it. I didn't even believe it until I actually saw it with my. I thought it was like a, a you know, a, a setup or something yeah. like that. Uh, but that is uh, the male ego is fragile. Very yeah, fragile. I'd say so. And yeah. I think Jada Pinkett put her, you know, her heels right through his forehead and he's got nothing left. He's been he's been beat down, uh, you know, celebrity privilege, wealth privilege, every kind of privilege you could imagine. Uh, you know, I just it, it blew my mind that he wasn't able to take. I know. You know, that kind of a joke. And if my wife, who is having multiple affairs with 20 year old men. Yeah. Uh, asked me to do something for her in public that would embarrass me, I would probably say no. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely say no. All right, Franny. Are you ready for the Broncos? Uh, yes, Ben. The Broncos go all, go all in, but will they win? <laughs> <laughs> if Russell Wilson was frustrated by his lack of input in the Seattle offense in recent years, then he definitely was. And why else does a franchise quarterback become available after 10 mostly, well, let's say nine terrific seasons? He won't have that problem in Denver, Mike Cleese of Nine News in Denver reported new Bronco head coach Nathaniel Hackett was going to bring his pet West Coast offense that worked so well with quarterback Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay the previous three seasons. And while the principles of that system will be carried over, Hackett promises to tweak it so the offensive style conforms to Wilson's skill set. First and foremost, it's my job to find out what Russell Wilson does well and what and do that a whole bunch, Hackett said in a sit-down interview this past Sunday. He's much different quarterback than Aaron they can do a lot of the same things but first but first is making sure Russell Wilson is comfortable out there oh just so you're comfortable so he'll go out there and play fast that process starts when you get the guys in here in a week or two in about April 11th so once we get him in here and get to know him we'll get to understand him and build it around him so what's it going to be it's going to be a lot of what Russell likes to do Franny would say you about Russell Wilson taking all the excuses off the table so when they suck balls He'll have no one to blame. What say you? They might suck balls, man. I mean that 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 AFC West division is 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 probably the best in football right now 
with the upgrades. Not the up, NFC East? With no. Are you no, sure? No, 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 no. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm I'm one hundred percent sure. Um, but you know, with the AFC West, you know, with with Mahomes there, with Carr and and upgrades that they've made with the Raiders, and then you have the upgrades that the Chargers have made with Herbert still as the quarterback there. I mean, not that that Denver has a bad team. I mean, they have a good you know uh, uh, receiving core, you know, good running back. Their defense is good, but the entire division is good. So it's not going to be easy to win any games in that division, and you have to play you know six games there, and it's not going to. It's it's, it's I, don't, I think it's going to start ugly early on for Denver and we'll see how Russell Wilson reacts. <laughs> and the stadium won't be ready either. Yeah, right. <laughs> Part of the burnt the, the the charred portion of the stadium. Uh but yeah, I don't think it's going to be pretty for Russell Wilson and Denver early on. I think they'll figure things out. They'll smooth out the offense, you know, maybe later on in the season, but it might be too late, you know, to make a playoff push especially with all the other strong contenders in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, they've got the players there. I mean, I, I personally like this move to put it all on his shoulders. You mm-hmm. wanted the trade we gave around. We gave away all the first round picks. We're going to end up giving you a, a, a huge contract. We're going to say publicly that if this thing fails, it's because we gave you what you wanted and you weren't able to succeed. I'm not exactly sure what it is. I mean, I, obviously in Seattle, the offensive line, there were issues with the offensive line year after year after year. But you can't argue that he didn't have receivers. You can't argue that he didn't have a good running game. He had Marshawn Lynch for a lot of years. Then they did everything they could they could to keep. Chris Carson healthy, Richard Penny healthy. They brought running backs in, but you know they just weren't able to stay on the field and healthy. And that's not Pete Carroll's fault. It's not John Schneider's fault. It's not Jody Allen's fault that that wasn't able to happen. The defense for many of those years was solid. Even last year, you know, not cream of the crop, but a pretty good defense, especially down the stretch at the end of the season. Uh, but but can Russell Wilson stop himself? Like I, I'm, I'll sit here today and say that please don't compare Russell Wilson to Aaron Rodgers anymore. Aaron Rodgers is a much better quarterback than Russell Wilson. It pains me to say it, but Russell Wilson makes mistakes that Aaron Rodgers isn't going to make. He's not going to turn a second and 10 into a third and 25. He's not going to make the kind of interception mistakes that Russell Wilson makes. He's not going to hold the ball too long and allow plays to break down when he could just dump it off, pick up three yards, pick up four yards. He's not going to make those kinds of mistakes. He's going to continue to make those kinds of mistakes. Uh, But do you think this is a test for Russell Wilson. I mean, like you said, you got Justin Herbert, you got David, uh, Derek Carr is going to have a new contract. You got um, Patrick Mahomes in that division. Yeah, but they've I, all sort of bolstered their teams. I mean, you know, Tyreek Hill did leave Kansas City, but I mean, we still have Mahomes there as the quarterback. I mean, they have uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, and they also picked up uh, who else was there? Uh, oh, they, they, um, was it uh, the dude from from Green Bay that they also picked up? I mean, yeah, it's a decent pickup. Whatever. I mean, they don't have Tyreek. Oh, Valdez Scantling. Yeah, Val. Yeah, Valdez Scantling. <clears throat> So, I mean, you know, there's, there's still going to be, you know, one of the best offenses, you know, in the league. I mean, especially with Andy Reid as your coach. Um, Plug and play. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, with, with, with Russell Wilson, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, you're, 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 you're extremely excited about this, though, Ben, because you've been hitting on this guy for, for, well, ever since he started talking shit last season. I mean, you were, you, you were like one of his uh, biggest fans leading up to last season. Now you hate the guy. And it's well, I don't. It's, it's I don't be, hate him. I hate his. I hate the way that he uh, yeah, portrays himself. Yeah. It's gonna be and tough, the team. Tough, tough sledding back. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, think about. It. I mean, he's not, I mean, Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. I mean, there were only five players on a team. You know, you're not Michael Jordan. You're not Tom Brady. You're not one of the guys that can make the kinds of arguments that he thinks that he's able to make in terms of being that important to the team, especially when you're making forty million dollars a year. There's only so much money to spread around to the rest of the team. So to say, I want $40 million a year, 
and I want a great offense, and I want a defense that can get me off get get off the field. You know, it, it just the way that he handled it. Granted, he handled it much more behind the scenes than Aaron Rodgers did, but I think the sentiment was the same, the attitude was the same, the belief in himself, the the outsized opinion of himself, I think was the same. And it's going to be really interesting to watch him play Patrick Mahomes twice, to watch him play Justin Herbert twice in that Chargers defense, and to watch him have to go to Vegas and play against that that new and improved Raiders team twice a year. And once in Denver, he's playing at elevation too, which is something he hasn't done mm-hmm. most of his career. Uh, so I'm 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 not actively rooting against him, mm-hmm. uh, but I but I want him to get a little bit of a reality check over there especially when he comes hunting for a new contract in a couple of years. So we'll see how it goes. But I, I didn't like what he did to Seattle. Uh, and I, I think that he could have finished out his career there mm-hmm. and, you know, been a, you know, one of those guys like a Roethlisberger that was able to finish out his entire career in one city with a pretty good career. I mean, Super Bowls are hard to win. The expectation that, that he, he should be back in a Super Bowl every year. You know, he struggled in the playoff games, struggled in the playoff games the last couple of years. Not this year, but the, the prior two years. He struggled himself, not just the team. So I'm interested to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And by interested, I mean I'm, I'm actively Well, I mean, even this past season. I mean, he, he struggled with, with the Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, and obviously the finger he was, excuse. He was, well, I mean, yeah, I, you have to use your hand to throw the football. <laughs> but I've been saying. It was ready but, to, he was ready to but, play. But, yeah, I mean, he, he. I mean, Baker Mayfield played with a busted freaking shoulder. And it showed. Other guys played for busted it really fingers. Showed. <laughs> no, but I mean, with with Russell Wilson, I mean, you could there's there's a little bit of a drop off this season, and we'll we'll see you know if he can turn things around with Denver. Um, but you know, for Denver fans, you know, who are excited that that Russell Wilson is there, I mean, they 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 give up quite a bit for him, and it's 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 time for him to prove himself. And I don't know. After watching him last season and the way he threw the football around, I wonder how this season is going to be, especially with the new offense, you know, new players. You know, he hasn't he hasn't really uh you know built that connection with these guys like he did in seattle and even then he was still kind of struggling so we'll see what happens yeah i cannot wait i know you can you you hate him i don't hate him i just dislike him (laughs) strongly (laughs) next up Derek carr is the man franny is this a good plan josh mcdaniels is the new man in las vegas but he's probably already learned the questions about Derek carr's future don't subside after responding to such inquiries with definitive statements McDaniels was quick to indicate he and new general manager Dave Ziegler were focused on getting to know Carr when the two were introduced in their new roles in January. And in early March, McDaniels had progressed to saying he had no doubt Carr would be his week one starter in 2022. On Monday, McDaniels reached a new stage, one in which he committed to at least trying to build around Carr. Nick Shook of NFL.com reported this according to the Athletics' Vic Tafur. You might be wondering... Why the baby steps have not blatant equivocation? The answer is simple. Carr's contract expires after this season. Derek's going to have to make decisions about what's best for him, and we'll and we have to try to do what's best for the team. McDaniel said when asked about discussions regarding an extension for Carr, per defer. There will be a sweet spot in there, hopefully, for everybody. Franny, what say you? Do they stick with Derek Carr after this season? Yeah. They're building around yep. him. That division is hard. That division is tough. What say you? I mean, Derek Carr had over four thousand yards, you know, passing this season. They had a good season, you know. I mean, obviously in the in the playoffs, they just missed out on beating the Bengals. I mean, they were they were right there, right at the end of the game, you know. And Bengals went all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, but with uh, with the Raiders, I would definitely stick with with Derek Carr. I mean, the guy it seems like he's playing on that same level that he was before he broke his femur. 
I think Derek Carr is back, Ben. And especially with the right with the right team around him. I mean, they guy, have, they perform No, with the, with the people right forget team. forget how good how good they played last year. No, but with, with the right team around him, um and well and also all the turmoil that they had to deal with throughout the, the entire oh, season, three they still they separate still, incidents. They still make the playoffs, you know, losing their head coach, you know, losing players, you know, going with the with the who's it? The offensive coordinator took over as the coach. I can remember exactly. Basacha. Basacha. Uh, you know, he took over as the coach. I, I, I think I would have rolled with Basacha, not even and hired uh, Josh McDaniels, because it seems like the players rallied around Basacha. Uh, but I mean, with Derek Carr, um, you know, it seems like he is back to that same form that he was when they made the playoffs before this last time. Um, so you know, when you're throwing for over four thousand yards in a season with you know a turnover in the players and and coaching and you're still able to do that and make the playoffs. I mean this is a guy that you want to roll with if you put the right team around him. He is, you know, Super Bowl caliber quarterback. He really I is. agree. I mean he they were an inch away from the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Their head coach got embroiled in a ridiculous, you know, whatever you want to call it, drama, email drama with the league. He gets fired. Now he's suing the league. Uh you have a, your 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 best wide receiver, your first round pick, you know, is involved in an accident that that ends up in the death of a woman and her dog, they cut that guy. Your your first round pick, I think, from a year ago. Your quarterback uh, ends up in a, a gun situation. They cut that guy. Uh, Basaccia, the interim head coach, somehow rallies that team. They play really well most of the season, but especially down the stretch, and they were an inch away from the playoffs. That was probably, if there was an award for most gritty team, you know, team that overcomes the most adversity. I mean, the Raiders would have definitely won that award. Last year, mm-hmm. uh, and I've always liked Derek Carr. I think he, if he, he's had a hard time sort of taking chances since he came back from that from that femur injury. He just doesn't take as many shots down the field as he used to. And I think if he can, if he can get there this season, if McDaniel's is able to to give him the confidence to chuck that ball down the field like you know Roethlisberger used to do, but be a little safer <laughs> with the ball than Roethlisberger used to be. Uh, I think the Raiders can compete for a playoff spot and potentially win, you know, three of the six games they have in that division. Mm-hmm. Would you, would, would yeah. you, would you be happy with Derek Carr as an Eagle quarterback? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I mean, right now. Yeah. With our, with our quarterback yeah, rolling with Hertz. With, they with they already run. committed to running the ball. Sirianni <clears throat> already said they're going to be a run first team. So yeah, well, that should well, make you happy. No, I mean, well, that's the, they did an excellent job last season. I mean, they were the best running team in the league once you listen to the fans. Um, but you know, Derek Carr, is 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 a viable option for any team in the NFL if if if, if I don't know if if you do need a quarterback I mean and we do the following year well I mean like you like, <laughs> well I mean actually for the Steelers I mean Unless if, if, he was, somebody, if he yeah. was if if Derek Carr was with the Steelers right now Ben you guys would be you know one of the top teams in that division right now yeah I mean we're stuck in I mean we're in the same situation that, that Russell Wilson is in I mean we've got the Bengals that just went to the Super Bowl we've got Lamar Jackson we've got now Deshaun Watson who probably will play this year. Because out of spite, the, the the commissioner is probably not going to suspend him while he only has a million dollars in in actual cash coming out of cash salary this year. They'll probably wait until all the civil suits resolve and then they'll suspend him then. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, we're, Mike Tomlin was at various pro days for quarterbacks this year. Uh, you know, Malik Willis, he was at that pro day. He was down in Ole Miss. He was at uh, not he wasn't at North Carolina. I'm forgetting the other. Uh, he was at Pitts pro day. So we're probably if who's ever there at twenty, we're probably going to pick a quarterback. Maybe we maybe we trade up, but we'd have to give away a bunch of picks to get up into that you know top six eight range. I don't know if the Steelers are willing to do that, 
But if we don't do that, we're going to need a quarterback next year. And if Derek Carr is available, he said he wants to play for the Raiders his entire career. We'll see whether that's true. I think they should they should definitely roll with him, though. I mean, if if um, you know if they if they need to sign him to a long term contract, he's not going to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks. I mean, they're going to have to give up a lot of money for him. It's going to be a large contract, but it's not going to be like Aaron Rodgers type contract or Patrick Mahomes type contract. Or even when when Herbert's contract rolls around, it's not going to be his size contract. I think Derek Carr understands, you know, where he is in terms of his skill set compared to some of these other guys. So I mean, I'm sure they would get a relatively good deal with Derek Carr. Relatively, still, it's going to be a lot of money. I would still guess it would still be around two hundred million dollars at least, maybe two hundred fifty million dollars if they want to roll with this guy because he's still relatively young. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not an old. He's not like he's like thirty eight years old. He's not Matty Ice age. He's, I think, I think he's, he's about thirty. Uh, years I don't even think he's thirty. Yeah, 30, 30, 31, maybe. Maybe. So, I mean, he's he's a good quarterback that you can build a team around. I mean, you know, we saw what Nick Foles did with the, the right team built around him, and he never you know? got another chance. It, it, well, with well, a good team. Well, well, he got a chance with the Bears, but I mean, that's true, it's yeah. the Bears. Yeah. But I mean, if, if you put the right team around this guy, you can definitely go to the Super Bowl. And I think right now they're really building this team and, you know, they have the right defensive weapons. They're sort of, you know, putting the offense together. But, you know, in that division, as difficult as it is with Derek Carr as your quarterback, you should feel confident. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. All right, Franny, we guess one thing that didn't make it to the agenda, although we do have a couple items after this. Uh, I don't have a rhyme for this one because I just learned about it today. Uh, but the Dolphins traded Devontae Parker to the Patriots, mm-hmm. Rane, for a third-round pick, and the Patriots and a fifth-rounder back to Miami. Miami picked up Tyree Kill. Obviously, they made a lot of other expenditures. What say about the Patriots picking up Devontae Parker to go with Mac Jones mm-hmm. and Miami Dolphins trading away their most productive receiver? Well, he's not well, the most productive anymore. Well, we'll, <laughs> yeah. well, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens with Tyreek Hill. I mean, Tyreek Hill might be too fast for Tua to hit him. Yeah, you might be able to find wait, him on what, the field. What did they give up? I mean, what, did, what did the Dolphins, they traded Devontae Parker. I mean, I saw that he was traded. I didn't see what was given up, though. It was just, uh, was he a third round? They got a third round pick back, and, and they uh, sent a fifth round pick. Oh, okay. Eh. I mean, not bad. I mean, it's actually not bad for the Patriots. You know, third round pick, no big deal. I mean, Devontae Parker, solid. Wide receiver, not the best in the league, but very solid. And, uh, you know, another weapon for uh, man boob. <laughs> Do you think that gives them an opportunity to potentially, I mean, they won't, you know, they're, they're probably not going to win that division. But, I mean, but they, they could still probably be second in that division. I mean, you know, the Bills are the cream of the crop in that division. You know, the Dolphins, with their quarterback situation, I don't care who their wide receivers are. If your quarterback can't throw you the ball, then you have no chance. You know, I'll see, you know, we'll see what Tua does. You know, Bridgewater's there. Um, but, um, you know, good move. Good move for the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots, they have a bunch of draft picks this year, and they still have Mac Jones under that small, tiny rookie mm-hmm. contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm really curious to see what the Patriots are going to do this year. They're, they're making a few moves. I mean, they made a bunch of moves last year, bringing in John o. Smith, bringing in, you know, every tight end they could get their hands on. But Bill Belichick, they haven't won a playoff game in three years. Do you think there'll be a little heat potentially on Belichick this year? I mean, he did get he did cost him almost two million dollars in fines. He cheated at least three times, and he's still got a job, and he's never been suspended. Yeah. Uh, but do you think there'll be some pressure on on Bill Belichick this year going into his potentially his fourth year without I winning I don't a playoff game? Think there's any ever any pressure on Bill Belichick when 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 you when you win all of those Super Bowls, Ben? There's no pressure on you. Uh, I mean, he's, he did a good job, you know, last year with the Patriots. This year, I think they're going to perform even better. Um, you know, another, you know, it's, it's one year under Mac Jones' belt. Uh, so he's going to be even better. I mean, he was the best rookie quarterback, you know, last season. 
Um, so, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, but they're still not at that level of some of the other AFC. If they were the NFC, a whole different story, but the AFC is a whole different monster right now. Um, but, you know, there's, I don't, I don't think there's any pressure on Bill Belichick ever. I don't, I, they're not going to get rid of him, even if he doesn't go to the Super Bowl for maybe the next two years, three years. You know, they, they, they have a lot of confidence in him. Yeah, he's got, well, I mean, he's, he's got another 15 or 16 years before he gets into Cowboys territory of not, of not winning a playoff game, but people still thinking you're good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was almost 20. It was like 18 years, but it was a long stretch for the Cowboys in between playoff wins. Uh, that's a quick segue. I didn't put this on the agenda, but Franny, what do you yeah. think? Well, this is fairly new news. I mean, this was just this came out yesterday or, or, or even earlier today. I can't remember exactly when I saw this, but yeah, this is. I see why it didn't get on the agenda, Ben. Bill making those smart, you know, those yeah, smart, smart trades. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think about Bruce Arians being forced into the front office by Tom Brady? That's the allegation anyway. Todd Bowles getting promoted because no. it was in Arians' contract. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what do you think about do you think Tom Brady had anything to do with that decision? I don't think by so. Tampa to, I mean, he, he to send him out to pasture. I mean, he won a Super Bowl with Bruce Arians as his coach, so I'm not sure if it was Tom Brady. I think that just might be, you know, some some sort of a rumor for you know media folks to talk about. Um, but for Todd Bowles to get a, a head coaching uh, job, you know, I, I, he, he was he interviewed for multiple you know with the other teams. Um, so you know, I think that's a good move. Uh, you know, moving on from Bruce, Bruce Arians to Todd Bowles, I, I don't think they're going to skip a beat because, you know, Tom Brady is, in my opinion, the real coach of that team. Yeah, I mean, Bowles <laughs> had one good year with New York and then a couple bad years or three well, bad years Everybody with New York. has bad years. With yeah, I mean, that's true, but the Bengals, yeah. you know, everybody thought, you know, hiring this young kid, bringing this young kid in here, it's the Bengals, there's no chance, no prayer, and they end up going to the Super Bowl. So it is, well, and the Bengals I mean, were as pathetic as the Jets. Well, I mean, that, well, when you have a quarterback like like Burrow, I mean, you know that that changes the whole dynamic. I mean, it, depends, it really depends on who your quarterback is. And another quarterback move. Talking about the Bengals, Dalton. Oh, Andy on, Dalton on, on the move too. Uh, where would he go? New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. Who do you think is going to start now? I mean, with oh, Jameis for sure. You think so? Just because of the contract that they signed. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I think that, even a fourteen million dollar a year contract, twenty eight million. Oh, you know, for for poor two Dalton. years. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure if. If Dalton wouldn't be a bad option in New Orleans, if there's, I don't know. if you know, if, if Jameis goes out there in the first five games and throws ten interceptions, yeah, and I mean, he's, six he's, touchdowns, he's, he's cleaned things up a little bit. I mean, last year he did. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, Dalton. I mean, I think he's a great guy to have around. I mean, the guy, what's his name? The guy that you guys had uh, that cried and that cried on his way back to the oh, Josh McCown. Oh, I, I, like I missed that guy. I feel like Andy Dalton is the, is that kind of guy. It's a guy you want to come in into your quarterback room with Jameis Winston and the other guys they have on that team and, and bring an air of maturity, of consistency, of dedication, yeah. of professionalism. Yeah. And I think he could give him a little bit of a, you know, a little tutelage <laughs> in in uh in in New Orleans. I, I think it was a smart move to bring Dalton in. Yeah. You know, he's a he's a serviceable guy. He can win you some games. You know, he's not going to the Super Bowl. You're not going to the Super Bowl with Andy Dalton. Although, you know, he's it is this isn't the Bears. So they're not that bad. Yeah. You know, Andy Dalton shouldn't be punished for what he did with the Bears any more than anyone else is punished for what they did with the Bears. <laughs> but I, I like the move and it gives them an option an option to put a little heat potentially. Mm-hmm. On, but it's also good, you know, Jameis. You know, it's a good backup. It's a, I mean, Dalton is a serviceable quarterback. I mean, we saw what we did with with um, with the Bengals for so many years, you know, and and it's just a good option, especially with the injury that you know Jameis sustained this past season. If he reaggravates that injury once again, you know, you can roll with Dalton. Yeah, and they're going to move Taysom Hill to tight end. Friday, he's going to play exclusively, allegedly, exclusively at tight end this year. What do you think about that? 
Who's that? Uh, Taysom Hill. I, I would I would suit him up as a running back. I mean, Taysom Hill. Suit like him as, up as a but man, I would, I just John Reagan's back there. Yeah, you got, you no, got, I'm serious. You got the, the hogs up front with John with, with Taysom Hill. I mean, the Taysom ball. Hill is one of the strongest runners in the league as a quarterback. I mean, this dude doesn't. I mean, I, I don't think I've seen him take negative yardage. I don't think <clears> it's possible for him yeah, to take. I don't think much so. like Kelsey or Kittle. Carry, I don't think you. Well, Kittle. He I don't think carry, you can take negative yardage. I mean, he would carry guys uh, at least a yard. I mean, he doesn't. I mean, he, he could start five yards behind the line. This dude is strong enough to carry dudes and just move the ball. I would seriously, Alvin Kamara, Taysom Hill would be my my two headed monster. Yeah, you could run like a two back formation, yeah. two backs, one tight end formation with them. Yeah, you know, get the big guys up front. I actually wonder if they've considered that because I actually think that that makes sense. I don't know whether Taysom Hill would be willing to put his body. He's because he's a little older. I think he's old. I think he's thirty plus. At this. He came in the league he's late. The, he's the ageless wonder, man. He's, he's, he's the ageless age wonder. I mean, this guy. You know, every, every every single season. I mean, he just he still runs the ball strong. Yeah, I think that's actually not a bad idea. Actually, the Eagles got, should sign him as a running back. We have yeah, plenty they, of them. They, they, Why not uh, sign him? Another yeah, one. Steelers Fuck don't it. have it. Well, Steelers have Najee, but we don't have anybody else on the roster. Well, we he's, have a, we have guys on the like roster. He's like a fullback quarterback. Yeah, that's actually not a bad yeah. idea. I wonder if the. Saints will consider that this season if if something happens to Kamara he's not or they struggle running the ball. Not a good quarterback, but as a running back, I, I can see talent then. Yeah, and they pay I him. I see it. Yeah, and they pay him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he, I think he makes $14, 15000000 million yeah, dollars a it's year. Not, it's, it's not cheap for and what he does. So you want him on the field. I mean, a tight end, we'll see. I would uh, suit him up for special teams too. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're going to be earning your money. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be earning your money. <laughs> uh, interesting, interesting. Yeah, linebacker, fuck it. He can hit dudes. <laughs> you know, we don't he need Bobby. A, a, he doesn't look that big, but he's strong. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm interested. I mean, because it could end up being Kelsey, Kittle, and now Hill. If Hill actually turns out to – because once he catches the ball, he can move down the field, like you said. He could – I mean, he's going to drag guys. He's going to knock guys down. He's going to stiff-arm guys going down the field. I'm actually looking forward to seeing, you know, how that works out, especially against Tampa, because Tampa might not be the same team they were last year. Tom Brady's a year older. Oh yeah, that's bothered him in the past. <laughs> well, but this is the you know Gronkowski's yeah. not. How back many yards yet. did he have this past season? Uh, he led the NFC, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's getting older. He's just every year. I think he led he the NFC in throws... yards and touchdowns. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So he's he's that he's the ageless wonder right there. <laughs> that's true. He's uh, <laughs> everything that Aaron Rodgers wishes he was. <laughs> the hate of Aaron Next. Rodgers is strong in you, Ben. <laughs> it is. You know, Obi Wan taught me well. <laughs> Darth Vader said, Aaron, come to the dark side. Yeah. And Aaron was like, okay. He's, he's there. He's, he's like, there. sure, I'm good. I'm there. Still love Is him, Russell bro. coming? Still, yeah, yeah, Russell's coming. Still love me some Aaron Rodgers, Ben. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. <laughs> yeah, you were. I know you were rooting for the Empire. Yeah. Um, well, if Aaron Rodgers is the leader of the Empire, yes, I would. He is the leader of the Empire. Uh, Baker Mayfield drama. Oh, lordy mama. <laughs> now that the Browns have formally introduced Deshaun Watson as their next quarterback, it's only a matter of time before the team formally moves on from Baker Mayfield. But to this point, there appears to be no traction on a potential deal for the 2018 number one pick. Speaking at the annual league meeting on this past Monday, Cleveland head coach Kevin Stefanski didn't have much of an update on Mayfield's status. He said, I think we'll see. I think everybody understands the situation. We're hoping that there's closure to it at some point. Stavansky added that it's a unique situation and the Browns have to see how it plays out. Most teams who have a, who have who need a quarterback have found some sort of solution, Carolina. The Seahawks and Panthers are potential candidates. No, they got Drew Locke. But yeah. Seattle acquired Drew Locke as part of the trade that sent Russell Wilson to Denver, and the Panthers already have a top three quarterback. 
from the 2018 draft, who's set to make $18.8 million guaranteed in Sam Darnold, who no one talks about anymore. The Browns would reportedly like to move on from Mayfield sooner than later, but the market may dictate that Cleveland has to hold on to the quarterback until there's a clear opening front. I would say about poor Baker Mayfield not being able to find a job. Hey, like we said, Ben, <clears throat> he should start his own I don't know, production TV company. Just just a TV show, you know, some sort of a sitcom. At home with Baker. He's, he's, exactly. I mean, it's, I mean, the commercial's already there. Just move into acting. He, I don't think he really has much of a future in the NFL. I mean, he, he, he's, like you said, he's a gritty guy. But could be beyond, like King of Queens with Baker Mayfield. Beyond now. that, he's he's not that good. I mean, his accuracy is not that great. He's kind of short. I mean, he can run the ball fairly well. Um, but you know that Cleveland team that I mean, maybe not this year, but the last season <clears throat> they did beat the Steelers. They were they were they were solid. I mean, they had some really good players on that team, and they almost beat Kansas <clears throat> City. They almost beat them. They did. But uh, with Baker you know, Mayfield, I might add. I, I just don't think there's a team out there right now that's willing to give up anything for Baker Mayfield because all the starting quarterbacks are better than Baker Mayfield right now. Not Sam Darnold. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's, it's, there's not a huge. I mean, they're about the same. Oh, they're, they're, come they're, on, they're about the same. I like Sam Darnold. I was <clears throat> rooting for Sam Darnold, uh, but I do think Baker Mayfield would be an upgrade. But obviously, there's too much salary. So. I mean, Baker Mayfield and Jameis Winston both have very similar stats, and Jameis Winston is sort of borderline starting bench. Or like starting, you know, or 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 second string quarterback material. Yeah, I mean, they're they're, they're like their their stats are almost exactly the same. I'd just be, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Jalen Hurts doesn't make a ton of money. You know, yeah. you could bring Baker Mayfield to back him up. No, I wouldn't do that. I, I would I would keep Minshew. I'd rather have Minshew over Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I don't know. Him. Minshew still doesn't have a job. He's, I don't he's, think he's a backup. Uh, I think. Well, I don't. Th- but I don't think you guys have signed him yet. I'm pretty sure. Well, no, no, he's still under contract with you guys this year. Yeah. So I think you guys are going to keep him, and I think that's smart. Yeah. Uh, you know, but the Niners There's are a viable stuck. backup. You know, there's teams out there that you think you know would make. You know, Zach yeah, Wilson which... in New York if he shits the bed. You got Baker Mayfield potentially to back him up. <laughs> the Giants. I, I Daniel Jones is still a better quarterback in my opinion. I mean, as bad as I think Daniel Jones is, is that a shot? Yeah, it is a <laughs> shot. That is the Giants. That is a shot. Hey, we're only 30, 38 minutes. Yeah, I know. Actually, in. yeah, we haven't taken a punishment shot yet, Ben. So I mean, I guess uh, you know what? Fuck the Giants. And, and all those uh, street tacos. I've been, I've been whew. in the bathroom quite a bit today. My, my, I'm a little bit dehydrated, so you might hear it in my voice. Yeah, when, my whenever, voice might be a little scratchy. Whenever they're shaving beef on the street, Ben, you stay away from that. Okay. I don't. That's the only beef I eat. <laughs> street, street, <laughs> street beef. beef. You know, I had the two asada, the two chorizo, and the two, uh, and the two el pastor, and. One of those was a mistake. All three were a mistake. And we usually try to get there early before everybody gets their hands in the uh, in the fixins, you know, because it's fixins? all wide open. Yeah, that's that's why I don't go to those things. <laughs> but it's so good, yeah, so good. It, it, that that night it was Ben, but today you're 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 being punished for it. Yeah, I mean, I've like got chapstick I'm putting on because my mouth is all dry because I've all the liquids have come out of me today. Why that's, are we doing this shot, Ronnie? This is our punishment shot, Ben. Uh, we signed a contract in blood many years ago. If I say anything negative about about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, I take a shot. I said, "Fuck the why." I, why I said, you know, something negative about uh, Daniel Jones, but fuck the Giants. Fuck it. Uh, if you say and the Commanders negative, and the Cowboys, and uh, if you say anything negative about a team in your division, Ben, which is the AFC North, then you take a shot. I'm not even sure if we should add Sonya to this anymore because she hasn't been on the podcast for so long, and I'm sure people have already, you know, sort of. It's it's been like at least a hundred episodes, maybe even more than that. More than that, <laughs> yeah. That she hasn't but our, been on. But the... our longtime listeners remember. They, they remember her, yeah. She and was, and uh, they're female. still only listening to the show because they're hoping she'll come yeah, back. Exactly, and, and she's the female voice of the podcast. And uh, you know, if she says anything negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC West, she's a Seahawks fan. 
then she takes a shot. She never has. Probably never will. But, Ben, cheers to you. This is the Ellington Reserve. Well, she wasn't mad about Bobby Wagner. I'm sure. And and Russ Wilson. Mango-flavored whiskey, Ben. It's almost gone, too. It is almost gone. How did that even happen? We went through this bottle pretty quickly, actually. Yeah, Yeah, whatever that root beer one or whatever the hell is. Yeah, no, no. That vanilla one was pretty terrible. Actually, I saw saw it on the shelf. And I, I, today, and I was like, should I get that again? I was like, oh, I, I get really it? I mean, love Deshaun Watson, and that's I really real, love Joe Burrow. Those that's teams, a real, I love them. That's a real punishment. Lamar Jackson that one was is really the best. Bad. That was one of the worst, actually. But, I wouldn't say anything negative if that shit was on the table. Yeah, cheers to you, Ben. Although Antonio Brown says he doesn't know why he can't make as much money as, uh, as Devontae Adams. He, he doesn't quite get it. He's, a, he, he's upset that no one's willing to offer him the money that he thinks he... Uh, he deserves, uh, and no one can quite figure out why. Actually, it's you know it's pretty crazy with this stuff. It's gross, but it's no, good. I mean, it's, it's no it's like, gross and good. Like it has to be the right temperature. It can't be too warm, and it can't be too cold. Like I'm sure if, if it was a colder night tonight, it would taste worse, like it did a few weeks ago. Oh, when that when it was when it was in the 40s, that that tasted awful. yeah. I, for some reason, I don't know why, but like as it's not cold, it's not warm it's sort of in between and it actually doesn't taste terrible i mean it's not great but no. it, it tastes better this week than it did last week that's for sure well Franny, what say you ben antonio brown i mean he did come out this week belly aching mm-hmm. uh he always does he's actually he's actually president of uh, one of kanye west clothing companies <laughs> <laughs> which is the least shocking thing ever <laughs> uh but do you i mean you think he ends up back with the bucks now the arians isn't there no i don't think so no i, I, I don't i don't think uh they can be willing to take on that sort of a headache you think brady wants him Probably not. No, I, th- I think he threw Brady under the bus. Why would Brady? He throws wa- everybody under the bus. Yeah, but why would Brady want him back? He owns. I know, he I know, owns I know I'm Brady. surprised he doesn't own a school bus company <laughs> where they just run around Florida, just knocking you know what? people down. That would be a great. No, that would be a great business right there. <laughs> I mean, no, not that knocking people over, but just a, just a bus company called that, like under the bus. Yeah, under the under the bus, we'll get yeah. you where you need to go. Under the bus. Uh, but it's yeah. I just someone's gonna sign him, and mm-hmm. I can't wait to see. Who it is. But to think that you, you deserve $27 million a year when you can't even get through a game, let alone a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, people forget, when he, since he left the Steelers, he's been with the Raiders, the Patriots, and the Bucks since he left the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it didn't work out well with any of those teams, well, with the exception of the Bucks. Yeah. Hey, he, won a, he, he, caught a, he caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And he also says that he's not going to get a surgery until someone commits to give him money <laughs> for, for the season. He's like, uh, uh, you know. I don't know. I don't know what to make of the whole uh, Antonio Brown. Yeah, he's definitely a personality. That's for sure. He's something. Friday, Jimmy G is still with the Niners. The team are the decliners. <laughs> with the expectation that a trade would be forthcoming and Trey Lance would be taking over as the team's starting quarterback, Jimmy G sounded certain at his February news conference that it would be his last as a member of the San Francisco 49ers. Nearly two months later, Garoppolo is still with the Niners, and there doesn't appear to be any changing anytime soon. Speaking at the NFL owners meeting at the Breakers Hotel, Niners GM John Lynch made it clear he doesn't envision a scenario in which Garoppolo will be released. I don't foresee that, Lynch said. He's too good a player. I think Jimmy will be playing us, playing for us or will be playing for someone else. He's, he's too good of a player not to be which means the only path the Niners see for a divorce with Jimmy Garoppolo this offseason will have to include a trade in a, in a trade market that is yet to materialize. On Monday, Lynch offered some insight into that, as well as potential scenarios in which Garoppolo would remain in San Francisco in 2022. According to Lynch, the biggest reason Garoppolo has yet to be traded is simple. The Niners have not received a formal offer. Lynch said, Going into last month's scouting combine in Indianapolis, there was momentum for a deal, and the Niners had talked conceptually 
with other teams about striking an agreement, which could not have been made until the official March 16th deadline. Franny, why is no one making offers for Jimmy G? I know he had the surgery, but he's he's a winner. He's a proven winner. He, you know, all the guy does is win games. He barely lost because he had a lead in the NFC Championship game this past year. Why does no one want poor Jimmy G? You know, I think he's he's in the right situation right now with the right coach, with the right team around him. <clears throat> I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not sure why this guy gets so much flack with Niners fans. Like you said, he... The majority of the games, and they, he does yet they win. won't let him go. <coughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, they won't. We fucking hate you, but yeah, we're not gonna let it's you like, go. It's like one it's of like those... getting your wife just beats the shit out of you every time you walk in the door. She's like, "Can I have a divorce?" No. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. I mean, but I love you. But I, I like. <laughs> but I like. I like the way he's handling the situation because it's like nobody wants me here, but all I do is I come here. And I win games. Like, what else can I do for you guys? I mean, you know, he'll he'll throw some stupid interceptions every now and then. But I mean, he he has found yeah, but not himself... Kyler Murray level dumb. No, no, no. Well, I mean, that, that was that's a whole different story. I mean, that was. I mean, the Rams were all over him in that in that game. But but I mean, the way <laughs> so definitely throw pick six from the, the way yard line. <laughs> the way Kyler Murray handled the situation is completely different from the way Garoppolo. I mean, this is. Well, you, you want to see stomping this, your feet and you, whining exactly. And, I mean, you want to see this maturity from your quarterback, and he's shown it. And uh, you know, fans should actually be grateful for this guy that he's 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 still willing to play for this organization. He still wants to win. He's still their best option on that team. Um, I, I, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, if the Eagles you know go to the NFC Championship game, I'm not getting rid of the quarterback. Well, they kind of did with Foles, but <laughs> well, but Foles was not the same. Yeah, I mean, but there was, still, there, was there was still another quarterback there that was technically the starter that they were playing paying money for <laughs> That's true. uh but you know Garoppolo, he is their starter he does win games he went to the super bowl he went to the nfc championship game this year as a number 6 seed i don't see why they want to get rid of this guy so bad it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever just roll out the next season and lance is on a rookie deal yeah i it doesn't make any sense to me i don't get it i don't get it. you got no money dedicated to lance yet yeah even if Garoppolo doesn't start you know, Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for five years. You know, why not? I mean, if if you want to try the crate, I mean, this is the perfect year to try the Trey Lance experiment. No, I wouldn't. If you want to start, but if they if they have no. to start him, start him when you have Jimmy G as the backup. Don't start him when you have no other option. No, but I mean, Jimmy G should be the starting quarterback for the Niners. We what saw do you what do he with did. Lance. No, have him sit behind Jimmy G. I mean, you, Jimmy G. This is how you handle the quarterback situation. I mean, he's shown maturity. I mean, I mean, he's he's been graceful this entire time with this team. As many of, the, I mean, all the fans are shouting for this guy to leave, but he's winning games. I mean, he went to the NFC Championship game. Games. They were up by ten points in the fourth quarter, and they potentially could have won the game. They ended up losing to a, a team that ended up winning the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. I don't understand why all this hate for Jimmy G. Yeah, he, I mean, he didn't. You know, he didn't do the 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 Aaron Rodgers thing. Yeah. Just protect yourself at all times. <laughs> He didn't do the Russell Wilson thing. Just protect yourself at all times. He is protecting the team and what's better for the team. He wants it to reflect well on himself and well on the team. And he's being as professional and, and mature as you could conceivably expect a professional athlete to be, to Franny's point that he just made. And yet they hate him and they want him out of San Francisco. Don't get it. Uh, I understand you might want a, a quarterback that's better than Jimmy G. Yeah. I, underst- I mean, the Steelers would love that. Lots of teams would love to have exactly, a quarterback yeah. that's better than the one that you have. But if the one that you have is 
right near that top, you know, like you have the top tier, the Aaron Rodgers, the the Tom Brady's, the the Russell Wilson allegedly, the Deshaun Watsons, and Jimmy G's like right below that tier in terms of results. Yeah. You might not like it. You might you might not the way the way it looks. It doesn't look pretty all the time, but he he's gritty. He plays as long as he's healthy, he's in that game and he's producing results. And I don't understand why for it feels like three or four years now, there's been rumors over and over and over yeah. again that they were going to trade Jimmy. They're going to release him at the end of the year, that he's not going to be back with the team. And the best that they could do in those five years or four years is draft Trey Lance. That's the that's the best they've been yeah. able to muster. And Trey Lance, we saw him play, was it one game? It this, didn't, and it wasn't it, good. It was, he didn't play that well. I mean, obviously, he's a rookie, but still, for somebody taken earlier in the draft, you would expect a little bit more. But it didn't show enough confidence or he didn't show enough confidence in that game where I would go ahead and you know roll him out as the starter for the upcoming season. Just let him sit back, let him learn from Jimmy G, and you know see how things play out. Yeah, I would I mean, give Jimmy G at least one more chance. The guy went to the fucking NFC Championship game as a number six against the Dream Team, essentially. Yeah, right. I mean, all the guys that they brought into the Rams, Stafford was still on the contract that he had with the with the with the uh, the Lions. It was three or four years old. He was yeah. he was underpaid at the position. I mean, he, he outplayed Aaron Rodgers. In Green Bay, in freezing weather, I mean, he didn't play spectacular, but he played better than Aaron Rodgers. Beat him, yeah. He beat the supposed best quarterback in the league. I mean, Franny thinks he's the best he's quarterback, the best ever in the in the league, and he beat him at home. Yeah, he beat him at well. I mean, although beating Aaron Rodgers at home is not a particularly not a particularly big feat these days in the playoffs. Lots of people have done it. Lots of teams have beaten Aaron Rodgers at home in the playoffs these last ten years. You know, I think maybe eight or nine different teams have done it. So, you know, it's not that big of a deal to beat Aaron Rodgers at home. It's a pretty common occurrence these days. Next up Friday, Russell Wilson checked. Loses respect. Wilson told reporters the decision to part with the Seattle Seahawks, the Another only Wilson franchise. Story, huh? <laughs> What's that? Another Wilson story. <laughs> of course. This would be that would probably be it for the year. Yeah. Uh the I don't only think so. the only franchise. Uh, he's ever known was mutual, and, uh, and Nick Shook of NFL.com reported the response from Seattle, however, differed. The club released three, three separate statements on the matter, one from Jody Allen, the chair of the Seahawks, another from Pete Carroll, and a third from GM John Schneider, all followed the same theme. Wilson wanted this change. While Russell Wilson made it clear he wanted this change, and he made Seattle proud, and we are grateful for his decade of leadership and on and off the field, Allen said. We look forward to welcoming our new players and to everyone being fully engaged while working our hardest to win every single day. I trust our leadership to take us to the future and know we all wish Russell Wilson the very best. This has always been a challenging time of year when we have consistently maintained a competitive approach to being better as a team. Carol said in a statement, as Jody Allen stated, Russ's desire in doing something different afforded the organization an opportunity to compete in multiple ways. He has always been the ultimate competitor whose leadership and consistency helped shape our culture. Our franchise has won a lot of games, and we will always be grateful to the exciting moments and incredible records. Wilson recently said, my goal is to play 10 or 12 more years. Oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> and hopefully win three or four more Super Bowls. Ah, he's not an easy man to like. That's the plan. That's the mindset. That's why I came here to finish my career. Here. Yeah. Until you don't like it there and hopefully finishes top as a champion and do it multiple times. Frane, why can't he just say he wanted to leave? Why does he have to say it was mutual? Why can't he just, ma- I mean, Russ, if, if Aaron Rodgers left, he'd be like, he's made it pretty clear why he would leave. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like the way the team is managed. He doesn't like the offensive weapons around him. He doesn't like the way he's been treated. Why can't Wilson just suck it up? Yeah, he doesn't want. He just, he he, just he's, said, the, he's the Will Smith of quarterbacks. Yeah, he doesn't want to be the villain. 
I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't want to be the villain. He's been known as the good guy, the goody two-shoes, the gee golly whiz guy. Uh, and so that's why he can't say it. I mean, he, that's like his persona, even though, you know, his actions have spoken louder than his words, actually. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he just doesn't want to be the bad guy. What about you, Ben? What do you think? Why, why, what, what is it? I think he's a coward. Oh, okay. There's also that, too. I think he wants to be the social media darling. He wants to be the darling of the of, of the of, of his clothing line. Uh, you have, you have of all of, of the a lot of his clothing. Yes, yeah. I need to buy me something. Uh, you know, he wants to be able to go on all of the all the shows and the radio shows and the TV. You know, the TV sports shows, mm-hmm. and you know, pass himself off as the G Golly Wiz. I'm just an amazing guy. Oh, I'm going to see the cancer kids in the hospital. Look at my well, wife. She's that. beautiful. I mean, you know, he, you know he, he did a lot for the, you know, for the Seattle community. He did. But yeah. I mean, I just don't understand why you can't just be a man. You're, you have hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank. Why not just say, I wanted to go a different direction. The team wanted to go in this direction. We, you know, we have ir- irreconcilable differences. And I asked for a trade. I wanted to be moved. Why can't he just say that? Why does he have to pretend that it was this mutual decision when obviously Jody Allen, John Schneider, and Never... Pete Keller, Carroll all have a different story? Yeah, they want to keep him. He want to leave. Yeah, yeah. Why can't he just say that? Come, he. Okay. I mean, he sounds good there too, right? G golly whiz, Ben. <sighs> Russell Wilson. I know. I know. I'll I know. keep. What was it? Was it last year? Was Aaron Rodgers? Where was a different? Was a story like every week for a while? Was uh, it Aaron? Uh, or... I, th- I think Russell Wilson also too, Ben. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> You've had quite a few Russell Wilson stories. I have a love, love relationship. Love, hate. I have a love, love. You love to hate this guy. <laughs> I do. Because I loved him so much, now the hate is strong. Uh, lastly, Friday, NFL overtime. This is your favorite story. Uh, NFL owners uh, this past week approved a rule proposal, rule proposal to modify overtime in the playoffs by allowing both teams to have a possession. Overtime in the regular season will remain the same, where a game can end with one team never touching the ball. If that team uh, scores a touchdown, their opening possession, or a safety the overtime rules came under scrutiny because of the advantage it gives to teams to win an overtime uh, if they win the coin toss, especially in the playoffs. The issue returned to the public sphere when the Kansas City Chiefs eliminated the Buffalo Bills in 13 seconds uh, in the divisional round playoff by scoring a touchdown in the opening possession of overtime. Do you like this rule, Franny? Mike Tomlin doesn't. Nick Sirianni doesn't. What say you? What was it? So each team's going to get a possession, yeah, regardless but, of what, what happens. That makes sense. You I like mean, it? it makes sense. Why not? Well, but now it's only for the playoffs and not for the regular season. Uh I don't mind. I think this, I think this was proposed by the Eagles, right? By the Eagles and by the Oh, was it the Eagles? I thought Nick Sirianni was like, I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh Yeah, I think it's a good rule. Yeah. No, no, nothing else to say. <laughs> I think it's a good rule. I think it's a good rule. I'm kind of falling asleep, Ben. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm kind of falling asleep here. Uh, but okay, I got some other stuff, but we can talk about that any other time. Uh, that's it for. Not the- that you're boring, Ben. It's kind of tired. Not for, the- for the coffee, though. <laughs> Earlier, you got it. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the NFL news. What do you think, though? You're asking me. What do you think? Oh, I like it. Yeah. Okay. You know, I like it. That's what I just said. <laughs> I do. I like it. So when I say it, oh, you don't have anything else to add? I like it. It's good. I like it. You know, I'm not no, tired. I mean, I'm dehydrated. I, 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 I never. Um, I never understood why you know both teams wouldn't get an option, you know, or or or, or get possession of the football. I mean, does it, does it make any sense? I mean, you know, in the playoffs, I think it should be a little bit different, um, you know, only because the stakes are a little bit higher. So, you know, I think uh, you know once the playoffs roll around, both teams should should get the ball. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't I don't mind that. I mean, you know, the the rules are sort of 
on the fly. They're sort of changing, trying to improve them. And I think this is a, it's a good option. Yeah, I mean, that 13th second, I mean, it wouldn't have been as exciting. We wouldn't have been talking about it as much as we were if, if the Bills had a chance to go down and score a touchdown. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Then the Chiefs win. Uh, but I, I generally, I think in the playoffs, I, this no other sport does it that way, right? I mean, in, in the World Cup, you go to extra time. Oh, the and, World Cup draw, the, the, the drawing came up in actually. Yeah, I mean, for, I, I heard uh, Nigeria. There was quite a like they like literally tore the stadium apart when they missed the the World Cup. That's the only thing that I saw. Oh, okay, but the World Cup draw in. I mean, we're you know we're a sports podcast. Uh, you know, we could is take, that a sport though? Oh my god! <laughs> Coming from a baseball fan, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Let's see. Let me let me let me, let me pull up. Um, the draw, Ben, and and I'm, I'm going to get your opinion on this. But too. in soccer, you guys, I mean, they they go to extra time, they play a full yeah, uh, period, they, they, and they then do, they, they do, do play, the extra. They kicks. play two two 15 minute halves, and right. and you know, it used to be the golden what is the the golden goal, like you score yeah. and it's over. But they stopped. You know, they moved away from that. But even the free kicks, both teams get an opportunity, right? If you score three goals, a three out of five, or whatever it is, then the next team has an opportunity to score three out of five, right? On the free kicks, until one team scores more so goals like than the other, right? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking for the uh, for the World Cup draw right because I, I want I want to hear your opinion coming from a non soccer or not. I like soccer. I, I just like big time soccer. I don't like <laughs> uh, you know. I don't know Frankfurt versus uh, you know. Uh, what's the, what's the city in Iceland? All right, all right. So here's Group A, Ben. Here's Group A. We have Cutter. Or Qatar. They're going to be hosting the World Cup. Yes, it's so we have Qatar, degrees. Ecuador, Senegal, and the Netherlands in Group A. Which which two teams out of that group make it, Ben? Netherlands. Uh-huh. I, w- I just want to hear, like... Over the other teams? Senegal, Ecuador, and Qatar. Ecuador. Um, you know, I, I would actually choose those two teams. I know more than you right, think about right. the World Cup. Group B. England, Iran, USA, and then either Ukraine, Scotland, or Wales, because that's still to be determined. But England, Iran, USA, Ukraine, if there's still a country, Scotland or Wales? Uh, England. Yeah, I would also choose England as well. You you have... And... Do you think the U.S. has what it takes to make it out of that no. group? I think they do. Actually, I think they do. Especially uh, only with... because the rest of the teams are weak. Yeah, exactly. That's that's usually how you <laughs> but make it's still it the United States and soccer in the same sentence. So. Yeah, I know, but but I mean their team. I mean they're I mean, they're actually not that they're not that bad. But I mean, are they, is USA better than Ukraine, Scotland, or Wales? Uh, Maybe not Wales. I, Wales actually. Yeah, you know, Wales is not. I think bad. Wales actually might uh, probably. I mean, I guess I could pick the U.S., but only because the rest of the draw is weak. Yeah. Okay. Group C: Ben, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Uh. One more time. Argentina? Yes. Yeah. Saudi Arabia, Mexico, or Poland? Mexico. Mexico and... and I'm, 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 I think Mexico can do it this year. I think they can get out of the first round. <sighs> yeah, I'm thinking Argentina and Poland from that group uh, I'd, root, right I'd be there. rooting for Poland, but I think, I think, I think Mexico is going to make it out of that round this year. I know it's been a long time for them, but I think they're going to make it out of the round this year. Group D, Ben. France, Australia, Ooh. or the United Arab Emirates, or Peru. I mean, because they're still like... There, there, hasn't been finalized just yet, and Denmark and Tunisia. Denmark. I, I, I also think Denmark and France out of that group. Yeah, Denmark and yeah. Well, what are the other teams? Uh, Australia is in it. 
uh, well, Australia slash uh, United Arab Emirates or Peru and Tunisia. I'm still thinking France and Denmark. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna go with this. You know what I'm gonna go with? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Uh, what's the first team I said? Uh, I think it's a Denmark. Denmark and Tunisia and France. Maybe I'm going with Tunisia. Maybe the last World Cup winners nope, in France. Not They're year. not. Gonna, I'm okay. gonna go with Tunisia on that one. Uh, it, yeah. Okay. And, and I gotta uh, take a risk. I gotta take a risk, and uh-huh. on, on on that set, I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Tunisia. In that draw, I think I think they can get out of the first round. Yeah, you're you're really high on Tunisia. Uh, I think they they actually don't have a bad team. Neither does France, Ben. Yeah, but it's France. <laughs> it's still France. Yeah, the last World Cup. Winners. Yeah, that's true. But uh-huh. were they? But were yeah, they really? Yeah, they yeah. Were they were? Yeah, they they beat <laughs> Croatia. Yes, Ben. That is true. But I I didn't like the way the the match was played. Group E: Spain, New Zealand, or Costa Rica, Germany, Japan, Germany. Uh huh. Spain and Spain. Yeah. yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go with that Costa Rica on that one. And then Group F, Ben. Groups. Are we getting? Are we gonna go to Z? <laughs> group F. Now I'm ben. gonna. I'm gonna fall asleep. Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Croatia, Croatia, and Canada. I'm, I'm gonna say Belgium and Croatia. I know Belgium should go, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick Canada in this one. All right. Group- I know their team. Their men's team is not as strong as their women's team, but I still think Canada <laughs> has a chance. Group G. Oh, good Lord. How many groups are there? <laughs> There's also H. So it goes as far as H, Ben. So group G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. Brazil and Serbia. I'm saying Brazil and Switzerland in that group. Uh, Swiss got a good team. But I, I got to pick something that isn't like on the, in Western Europe at some point. <laughs> and then group H, final group, Ben. Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea. Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> no. One more time. Portugal. Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea. I'm going to go with Portugal and Uruguay. I would also go with Portugal and Uruguay in that one too. Ben. See, I know more than you think I do about the World Cup, Ex- except for Tunisia. Well, you got to pick a you got to pick a dark out horse. France. You got to pick you got to pick a dark <laughs> in horse group. in in one of these groups. All right. Yeah, That's so why I, I picked Canada that, and Tunisia because that was drawn uh, just the other day. That's the World Cup coming up in November. In Cutter, Ben. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't mean, know why the fuck it's in Cutter, but that's that's it's whoever know, has the most yeah, money. Exactly. That's why yep. China will have the Olympics again in four years or eight years. It's going to be Beijing, Shanghai. It's going to go through like every city in China in the next uh, in the next twenty years. They're going to have, and then the U.S. You know, we'll give you L.A. and once in a while. every once in a while. And and those of us that live in L.A., you know, we might not be looking as forward to it as you might think. Yeah. The traffic. Just situation. want to go through that, Ben. Just want to go through those groups. No, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I am looking forward it's to far it. Far away though. It's it, far it, away, but it's you know. far away. But I mean, I thought you know, t- uh, yesterday was twenty. Biggest sporting event in the world, Ben. Next to the Super Bowl, yes. <laughs> well, Super Bowl's more... the single, the single biggest. Yeah, 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 no, but this, I mean, this is like just all you know for a month. This is the biggest sporting event. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. That's why I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put my money in on Tunisia. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. No, but I will put money down on Croatia, and I probably will put money down on. You know, maybe I might put money down on Denmark. I might put a little money down on Canada. I might yeah, put Denmark a little money down on Spain. Be a bad option. But I, but see, I, did the I impress, did I impress you on my pick? Uh, some of them, yes. Well, uh, you know, I was going to pick some silly ones. Yeah, I know that was pretty. Silly. But I know. I mean, did you? Weren't you impressed that I knew that Uruguay had a good team? Uh, I'm not sure how good they're going to be this year, but I, I, w- I would still, um, you know, I expect. But them in that to get group, a, they're, I would, they're, I would they're, expect them to get in that yeah, group. Yeah. yeah. 
So I know more than you think. I, do. Yeah. I mean, I know more about this than I do about whatever yeah. that. I'm pretty impressive what Uruguay display in the final four. Pretty impressive today. what Uruguay is able to do with their soccer team, especially with a small population just like Croatia. Yeah, I want Ivory Coast to come back. They didn't qualify. They didn't qualify, but they had a good team for a bunch of years, and I, I, look, I enjoyed still- watching them play. Did you really? I did. You, tr- I did. you tuned in I to did. all the African qualifications. Just well, so you not can the qualifications, watch but I watched them. The, in the Côte d'Ivoire. <laughs> I had to watch them in the in the World Cup. I don't know what it was. It was it two World Cups ago uh-huh. when they were in there. All right, Franny. I still don't believe you. Okay. <laughs> Next up on the big board. Next up, Ben, is a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. Oh, this is, you gotta, you're going to read it this week. I know. I want you to read, Ben. You did such an excellent <laughs> job with this. Do it. All right. You're doing the final. You're doing the one at the I'm end. Gonna do, I'm going to do the one at the end, but this, you do such a good job with this. Yes. Thank you all to our loyal listeners that have been with us for a long, long time. We truly appreciate all of you. We hope you're doing well, as well as our new listeners. Thank you all so much for being new listeners to the show. We appreciate it. We hope you stick around for a long, long time. Since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening, please consider going to our website or heading to our website at thirstygold.buzzsprout.com or search Thirst and Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review. How many stars, Franny? Five stars, Ben. Slam that five-star review. We would really, really appreciate it. doesn't matter what app you're using. Please give us a five-star review. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, just one person, one person. That's your homework assignment for this week. We would truly appreciate that as well. You can listen to us on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music if you get your podcast there as well as every other podcatcher. In the universe. Franny, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up, Ben. Feel Good Story. All right. We'll be right back with our Feel Good Story. All right. And we are back with our Feel Good Story, Ben. Can you believe it, Franny? We're already at the Feel Good. We're already an hour. In an hour. We've been talking for a little bit. Our feel good story this week. It's a long one, and it's a guy who I don't want to do a feel good story on, but I have to uh, because he said nasty things about Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers in the past. But this week it is Cameron Jordan of the New Orleans Saints for the last 11 years, ever since he was selected by the Saints in the 24th overall pick. In the 2011 NFL draft, Jordan has participated in the community efforts in every way imaginable. The activities vary. Mentoring at local schools and organizations like the Youth Empowerment Project, Boys and Girls Clubs of America, and Son of Saint, serving as an ambassador for the Saints Kids Club and the local Dairy Council program, hosting countless shopping sprees for students, families in need of victims of domestic violence, dishing out numerous backpack bikes and toys to the kids in the community, and that's just scratching the surface, Friday. The former first-round pick has also participated in two NFL USO tours, as well as incalculable hospital visits, home rebuilds, and refurbishment projects, while still making time to host his annual summer youth football camp, which provides hundreds of underserved kids with an opportunity to better themselves in the sport. Needless to say, complacency is a foreign concept to Cameron Jordan, who reflected on his off-field efforts recently. When I think about the last 11 years, when I think about how well or how we organize going to different schools across the New Orleans and Baton Rouge area to wherever, being able to talk to kids, being able to talk about not only staying in the curriculum, but also staying in the books and furthering themselves in their education. 
But to fast forward five years ago, six years ago, you see those kids who were in fourth or fifth grade, now they're in high school, or the kids you talked to that were in middle school, now in college, or the kids in high school, now in the league, ran into different kids that were like, hey, man, I remember you talked to me six or seven years ago. That's right there in the payment itself. Jordan's passion for outreach is palpable. He refuses to allow any adversity to stop the mission at hand. When the COVID-19 pandemic hit in 2020, Jordan relentlessly continued his volunteerism virtually. In the wake of Hurricane Ida, which devastated Louisiana shortly before 2021 season kicked off, Jordan immediately sprang into action to promote a team captains-led campaign providing support to affected citizens receiving services from United Way. He sponsored thousands of hot meals to food-insecure residents following the storm while setting up a program with a Cameo platform that resulted in a $20,000 donation to Second Harvest Food Bank. But it didn't stop there. Jordan came across a local teacher and her son who became homeless after the hurricane caused severe damage to their home, and he provided them a new place to live for an entire month, helping them get back on their feet. Jordan grew up in a football family, the son of six-time Pro Bowl tight end Steve Jordan, and ultimately Cam's goal is to dish out the kind of love and leadership that his parents provided him, with a young at a starting at a young age. I grew up watching my mom sort of being like a community mom. If you come to our house, you know you're getting fed, you know you're getting taken care of. I mean, it's an open heart with my mom and she just the love is unconditional, Jordan explained. My dad played in the NFL, played for the Vikings for 13 years within the community, active in the community, always doing some sort of football camp, kids camp, making me and my brother tag along. So when you have parents like that that I have had, how can I not want to try and give back to the community? Franny would say you Oh, uh, terrible story, Ben. Terrible. What do you a want? lot of words. What do you want to say, Ben? It's, 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 I mean, a lot of these guys go back to the communities to give back. I and, mean, you know, obviously his dad did it. Mom, similar type of person. So uh, he was raised right, Ben. And it's a long uh, list I mean, of accomplishments. But he's also, I mean, he's also a great player, too. I mean, you know, he's, he's not, eh. yeah. Oh, come on. He, yeah. he badmouthed the Steelers, man. Okay. So a little bit of biased opinion from you, Ben. But uh, no, it's a great story. I yeah. love these type of stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially the, you know, him remembering, you know, kids that he talked to when they were in grade school that are now in middle school or middle school kids that are now in high school or high school kids that are now adults or in college. I mean, everybody has that person that that, that impacted them, or you would hope that every person would have that person that impacted them, whether it be a teacher, whether it be a relative, whether it be a neighbor, whether it be a friend, but someone in your hour of need or, or when you were questioning your own ability to move forward or, or to accomplish things in life, there's that person that impacts you, that affects you, that sticks with you. And it's really great to hear that Kim Jordan is that guy mm-hmm. for a lot of these young kids. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll think- get the burning car. Yeah. I'll get the saved the person from a hurricane. Like pulled him out of a tornado funnel. No, that's <laughs> like, that's threw up a lasso and ripped somebody out of a tornado funnel as they were as they were getting like there's no place like homed up in, out of Kansas. Yeah, Taysom Hill did that. For somebody in New Orleans, man. Uh, did he? Yeah, uh, no. He probably could though. <laughs> he could. He would just climb the tornado wall. <laughs> like you just stick his hands in the wall of the tornado, climb up on chairs and house in the house scraps or whatever's in the tornado, and just sort of jump up to find the person and then carry him down. Be like uh, Uhtred of Bebenbur style. That's <laughs> just walk into the middle of a battle, just start swinging, and somehow you come out the other side. Yeah, like oh, I can tell you've been watching Last Kingdom, Ben. I finished it, and yep. it was nice that nobody else got killed. Yep, that, surprising. That, it was. Uh, I mean, Bialik got killed, you know, earlier on, but it was nice to see that the, his two buddies didn't get killed. The Mercian 
you know, the the advisor for Mercia didn't get killed. Like the main characters that I didn't want to get killed didn't get killed. Sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah, I know. Seriously, for <laughs> you should have said that before. In the beginning, yeah. Before he said that, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this is a post spoiler alert, <laughs> ineffectual spoiler alert. <laughs> but it it has been out for like a year now. Yeah, so, that's yeah. well, not no. It, it's actually the, the this less than a year. That's true. And I started, you know, Vikings Valhalla, which is actually as good as Friday recommended. It's good. All, high, ra- high ratings, Ben. I like it. I like it. I mean, the people are a little too good looking, like you know, I their like teeth it. are a little too nice. Well, you know, you know, that, 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 uh, toothbrush back then. <laughs> they, <did. laughs> they had straw. They had Crest and Aquafresh. <laughs> they yeah, those they had very, grass. Very old companies. People don't know about that. <laughs> They've been around for a while. You know, yes, it was a uh, Crest Greenland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thousand years ago, Crest applied for a patent think, in Greenland. Irish Springs came from Ben. I mean, where do you think that that soap came from? Come on now. Come oh, on. that's true. Yeah, that's true. On, yeah. All right, Friday. That's it for the feel good story. What's next about a big board? Next up, Ben, is our hot take. What's your hot take, Friday? <laughs> <laughs> What's your hot take, Ben? Uh, I want to hear yours. We don't. Let's, let's ignore mine completely. Antonio Brown is going to be back with the Bucks. That's my hot take. That's your hot take. He sent. Bruce Arians off to pasture. Mm. He wants to be in charge. It wasn't Bill Belichick. It was all Tom Brady and his ego. That's the only. It wasn't the cheating and Bill Belichick and all that. It was me. It was Tom Brady. I did it all. I'm gonna Bruce. I'm gonna put Bruce Arians out to pasture in the front office. I'm gonna bring Todd Bowles in so I can push him around. I'm bringing Antonio Brown back. That's my hot take. He will be on that team before training camp. Uh I don't see it happening. I don't. I don't see anybody. Uh, the Bucks signing Antonio Brown. I don't see any other team that's going to be willing to take a chance on this guy anymore. Tom Brady. I no. I don't think he's so. still. He's still friends with him. He's he lived in his house for a while. He allegedly is still in communication with him. He still considers him a friend. I think Tom Brady's going to convince them to bring Antonio Brown back on a on a prove it deal on a small amount in, of salary, but a huge amount in incentives. I think, and then the incentives won't get met. Then they'll storm off the, sta- the field again. But at least they'll win some games. He's not signing with another team. I think he is. If it's not the Bucks, it'll be a team that's right on the cusp. Hey, no, it's not going to be. The Steelers. <laughs> I was going to say, no. the Steelers need wide receivers. Ben, only if only if Brian Flores' only job is to uh, be five feet away from Antonio Brown at all times, morning, noon, night, and morning and <laughs> night and afternoon. Only if that's Brian Flores' only job. Hey, uh, he, he, and, and if it was, he should be paid handsomely for that job. Because he's the, about the only person on that team could, that could probably keep Antonio Brown in line. I don't think Tomlin could do it. Yeah, but I so. think Brian Flores could do it. Hey, Tomlin did an excellent job for eight seasons. Yeah, until he had to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> but a great job for eight seasons. That's true. What is your hot take, Friday, other than Tunisia winning the World Cup? That's 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 your hot take. Another one man, that's thought, wrong. If that happened, man, can you imagine? I'll be playing this podcast back like every week. Baker Mayfield, starting quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, week one. Really? Hey, it's a hot take. It's very hot. This is like <laughs> Skip Bayless, Colin Coward level hot. Skip. This is uh, but but, but, but I actually like that move. Huh? I mean, what is Seattle going to do with Drew Locke? I just, I mean, is it possible that he's not as bad as he looked in Denver? I guess. But he did not look particularly, and Trevor Simeon didn't look good when he left Denver. 
Uh, Paxton Lynch didn't look good when he left Denver. Like everyone that John Elway drafted did not look good when they left Denver. Um, so I don't know why Drew Locke necessarily. I mean, I shouldn't judge him on his, the other players, but I don't know why he would look good in Seattle. I actually like that pick. I mean, but why, why not do it? Why not trade away, you know, a third round pick? Is that it'll, it'll probably take at least a third um, and a, and a fifth Baker? or a sixth for Baker. I don't, I, I, Otherwise, they'll just keep him. Yeah, true. I don't know. I, I'm just my hot take. I don't believe it, but I just you know I had to come up with something. <laughs> but, I, don't, I don't think it's gonna happen. Well, but see, but that's what Skip Bayless and Colin Hackett <laughs> yeah. But they but they act like they believe it. Yeah, but see, uh, you yeah. don't act like you. Believe I don't. I don't it. believe it. I don't believe. I don't, I don't, but hey, it's a hot take, Ben. I want to hear your opinion on that. I I, I like the move personally. And he, ben, he fits in with Seattle. Ben. <laughs> he fits in with Seattle. Does he, you really? know, he's completely humbled at this point. Uh-huh. He, he barely even a, he, he he doesn't even think he's going to be a starter at this point. I think Pete Carroll, you know, for the money that Baker Mayfield makes, wouldn't cost him a fortune if they cut him, if he if he doesn't work out, but at least it gives you, you know, the kind of personality that, that Pete Carroll likes. Gritty, tough, gamer. That's what that's what Pete Carroll likes. You know, they'll run the ball a lot. They probably won't pass the ball a ton. I don't know if DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett will feel about it. But uh given the available options for Pete Carroll, I like the move. Mm-hmm. Trade away a third. You know, give the see what happens. You know, give the Browns a sixth or a seventh back, and bring them in. Mm-hmm. Take the salary off their hands. You know, Drew Locke isn't making much. I just, I, I just can't imagine that Pete Carroll is really going to roll with Drew Locke and Geno Smith as as his quarterbacks. I, I just have a hard time believing that. Yeah, I don't know if that's going, but you know, it was a hot take. It's very hot. Yeah, hot. It's off like it's like skyline chili <laughs> with extra extra habanero peppers in there. <laughs> All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben. It's our drinking portion of the show. We're going to have a shot. We're going to have a beverage for the week, and we're going to have our beer of the week. But first up, Ben, it is our Fool's Gold shot in honor of all the lies thrown out there by NFL Network and all the fake moves for April Fool's Day, Ben. Yeah, and they got me. Yeah, they did. They you got said, me you said with that to the, me, uh, the Edelman thing. Because I didn't think the Edelman thing was that far fetched. Uh, he can still play. He's, he's, you know, he's still a little bit of a baller. I'm sure he can still you know play another season in the NFL. And like an really idiot, I see it on Twitter and I'm like, Friday, Julian Edelman's <laughs> going back to the Bucks." I was like, <laughs> "April Fool's, Ben. April Fool's." I don't even know what day it was. Like, I don't even know what the, what the date was. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." But tonight's you shot, mean, Ben. Colin Kaepernick didn't get signed to be the starter for the Patriots. Are you sure? He's there. He's there now, Ben. He's flying in. He, but he's telling him why why what he wants first. Yeah, yeah. He but has demands. Our fool's gold. Shop and concocted very simply with gold schlager, a little bit of gold in there, fake gold, but it's you know it's it's real gold. It's yeah, I'm sure it is. It, allegedly, it is real gold. I don't know if that's real gold. <laughs> allegedly, it'd it be is. a lot more expensive than it is if those were like real gold flakes. I'm not sure if those are real gold flakes. I mean, if they are, that's pretty impressive for you know selling it for twenty five dollars on the shelf. Now I'd, I'd buy a whole bunch and put all those flakes together and build a gold bar. Uh, but we have the gold schlager band, a little bit of. Uh, Cherry vodka. I just figured, you know what? Might be a good mixture. A little bit of cherry, a little bit of peppermint. You know, why not? Yeah, I mean, I think there were some takes this year that, or this this past week, that were better than some. I mean, Cam Cam Hayward essentially told Steeler fans he was retiring. That we had the Julian Edelman, you know, going to the Bucks. We had the Colin Kaepernick. Uh, there were, but there were a few more out there. I think that. I I actually felt I, I thought when it when it when they said Colin Kaepernick was signing with the Patriots for three years with three year twenty million dollar deal I thought maybe 
this is potentially true. This, you know, Belichick's desperate. This is, you know, someone's got a backup man boobs. But can you, those two could not be any more. Like that would be the the most fun just for me as a coach to watch Colin Kaepernick and Mac Jones have to interact with each other. I like I would make them bunk together at like at away games just to see those two interact. Well, cheers to you, Ben. Let's see how this tastes right here. Well, it's going to be good. I'm sure it's going to be good. Goldschlager's good. Cherry vodka's good. It All together. Nice. It smells, Ooh, it nice smells nice. Yeah, I mean, Actually, it smells really it's nice. So Fuck. It's like, Ooh, that's nice. Mm, I know. A little bit of peppermint, a little bit of cherry. Mm. You ready? I'm ready. Cheers All right. to you, Ben. Let's do it. 50 proof, 80 proof, 100 proof more. There's no limit. Ooh! That's actually spicy. It was bigger than I thought, too. That's what she Words said. I've never heard. Um, <laughs> it tasted like a like one of those red hot candies. It does. It actually does taste like red hot. But but with also with like a spice and like a, a finish that really coats your mouth, coats the back of your throat, and sort of sticks with you. Mm-hmm. That's good, though. It, it, it is, is good. It is, and it was spicier than I expected it to be. It's getting there. I don't remember Goldschlager being that pepperminty. It's the gold. Or, or cinnamony. It's the gold. Yeah, I think it's the gold flakes in there, yeah. The real gold flakes. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not real gold flakes, I don't know what... I want to. I don't want to know what it is. Eh, flake. Some sort of flake. Gold, like, it's, uh... Oh, man, it's, it's still, like, burning. It's like, wow. No, that was really good. Uh, I guess it's cinnamon, not peppermint, right? Cinnamon. I guess cinnamon. That's what it is. Yeah, but I, uh, I do get a... Now that it's been sitting in my... And now that I've swallowed it <laughs> a little while ago, uh... I'm getting a little bit of the mint. It is, it is a little minty. A little bit of mint. Well, when I drank it, I didn't get any of the mint. Well, where'd you rate that, though, Ben? I, I thought that was a, a, a pretty good mixture. I mean, it was a simple shot, but, you know, I figured for April Fool's Day, gold flakes, you know, they're not real, kind of fool you into thinking they are. Ah, uh, I mean, I'm still waiting for my spicy shot. Yeah. <laughs> Or more than one. I thought maybe I'd get a little pickle. Actually, I was thinking of doing that this week, but I just didn't have time to write this. Stuff. I, I'm going to give it an eight. I would, I would give it a nine. Actually, that was that was a pretty interesting concoction right there. I thought it was going to be worse than it was, but it's actually pretty damn good. It was very good. It was very good. Um, but the tens that I've given out have been for like amazing, amazing shots. And I don't want to sell you short by giving this one a nine or a ten mm-hmm. because the tens have been so good. This one's good. They were worthy really of being sold at five star <laughs> hotels in Paris, in New York City, in oh, yeah. London. That's how good they are. Were bartenders with tuxedos and rippling muscles and facial hair that looks like it, you know, is perfectly quaffed. Yeah, but this one, this one was. Uh... It was simple, though. I mean, it, there was there wasn't a lot to it, but the flavors sort of came together very well, and I I, I really did enjoy that. It was it was it did, it did add that extra bit of spicy burn on the back of the throat, which I thought you'd like. But and I did like it, yeah. and the peppermint. Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's up there. Yeah, cinnamon peppermint. You know, so yeah, it's all there. I mean, the peppermint comes through at the end. What, where's the peppermint from? From the ghost lager? Uh, which one has the peppermint in it? I'm not sure. I thought. I guess it's more cinnamony. I, I thought it had a pepperminty, right? But I do get. I do have peppermint in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> like I'm tasting peppermint in my mouth yeah, right I, now. I, I'm a little bit of mint. I'm, I'm getting a little bit of mint there. I'm not sure if it's because of maybe that cherry vodka, maybe something added to it, but uh, th- that was actually way better than I expected it to be. I mean, I, I, I came over here late, man. I didn't know what to put together. I thought I gave a pretty good shot just on the fly. It's very so, good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It takes me back to my childhood. I actually probably, maybe I would add a little bit of some, something creamy to it, though. I think a little bit of creaminess to that. Uh, no, maybe, maybe heavy cream, even that might, a little bit of like uh, a heavy cream, just a slight bit on top right there would actually be pretty good to add a little bit of creaminess to it. Yeah. I mean, it was good for sure. Absolutely. For sure. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up, Ben, we have our beverage of the week and I cannot wait to try this one, Ben. It is a cognac. It is the uh, well, it's Celt Tour du Monde. I guess that's Tour of the World. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but this Sometimes is the VSOP. Rare VSOP. And uh, I mean, the bottle, look at look how classy that bottle looks, Ben. I mean, it looks like a wine bottle, but I really do well, like the label. The label is super good. I mean, Cognac, Cognac does do a yeah, good job they, with they the label. They do a good job. It's, it's usually very classy looking. The price itself, though, not very classy. I think it's for like 50 cognac. bucks or something you said? Uh, it's probably around 40 some dollars i'm not exactly i don't remember it was it was was a couple weeks ago that i uh that i got this one um but it has some good reviews um and uh, you know every cognac that we've tried on the show so far i have enjoyed you found them to be a little bit too sweet i mean they do have those sweet florally notes florally notes to them but can i wait to try it I'm, i'm expecting those same notes from this ben and i can't wait I know sure you, you have love your cognac. I do. And one of these weeks, we'll have another Irish whiskey. Oh, it's 65 bucks on the website. But I didn't get this for 65 because it was 65 <laughs> I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> it's, but it's worth $65. Uh, this is the Celt VSOP Cognac Tour de Monde. Tour de Monde, until the early 1900s, all cognac was shipped in barrels. The long sea voyages had profound effect on the quality of the cognac. When cognac started to be shipped in bottles... The magical effect was lost until now. This Celt cognac, still in limousine oak barrels, undertakes a three-month sea voyage around the world. All around the world. All around the world. The combination of movement, temperature, variations, air pressure changes, and the magic of the seas. During this 90-day sea voyage creates a seamless perfection in the blend as well as an unrivaled smoothness that is characteristic of the Celt cognacs. Celt VSOP, a traditional Grand Champagne VSOP, which is allowed to age much longer than the legal minimum of 4.5 years in its limousine oak barrels, forms the base of this renowned VSOP cognac. It is blended with much older cognacs to receive the quality level required of a Celt cognac. Once the blending is completed, they embark on the Tour de Monde described above. They're described previously. This is the legendary three-month ocean maturation exclusive to Kelp, which brings out hidden qualities in the limousine oak and rounds off the cognac in a beautiful and unique way, making the Kelp cognac the smoothest on the market while presenting a remarkably broad palette of taste and aromas. This is a really good review. This is from Blackwell's Wine and Spirits, blackwellswines.com. This is a really good review. Franny, I am looking forward to this. I don't often look forward to... To our cognacs, but this one, I'm looking forward to. And I mean, yeah, I mean if you if you look at the reviews uh, from Total Wine, I think it's 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 almost a five star review 
for this cognac and uh you know for I mean, the majority of cognacs actually get pretty good reviews even for the lower price ones the higher price ones i mean I enjoy them, Ben. I'm not sure what you have against cognacs. Grapes. What, what is it? Grapes. That's it. You don't like grapes. You give like me the wine. corn. Give me the grain. Give me the rye. Give me the... Hey, it's aged in barrels. Grapes so we, is we, for wine and juice. The beverages of the week that we usually drink are aged in barrels. These, this is no different. And I, and I like the sea voyage. we've also had, you know, there's been a couple of tequilas. Maybe I should get some sippable tequilas. Uh, on the show because I those love are tequila. also aged. I, I know you do not love tequila. I love good tequila. It just, there are some good ones. It's just hard to know which one is yeah, the good one. I, but, and the really good ones are actually quite pricey. The ones that are aged uh, for longer periods of time are a little bit more expensive. But I, maybe I should grab some of those and see how we how we feel about those. Yeah, I mean, I, I really, but I, I love these interesting. You know, I was watching a couple, you know, documentaries on you know the various unique things that people do. Like this one takes a sea voyage. I haven't seen a mosquito in a while. Yeah, there's other folks. Like a mosquito way. <laughs> <laughs> no mosquitoes, please. Yeah, there's mosquitoes. Uh, you know, other folks that carry their barrels all the way to the top of a mountain and leave them sit on top of a mountain because the air pressure is different. You know, people that, that pressurize it, people that take it on a sea voyage like this one, people that put it under the ground, people that put it in a cave. There's all these different ways that people have tried over the, experimented over the, you know, thousands of years Thousands? Maybe. Millions of years, ben. At least hundreds of years. <laughs> Maybe, a, yeah, a thousand years at least. They were drinking ale a thousand years ago for sure. Warm ale. Um, no refrigeration. You know, and, and even pressurized. Like, I, I thought maybe we could make a... I mean, I watched this this special where these folks made a bourbon. They aged it for a year, and then they pressurized it. Or, mm. or 90 days. And then they put it in this canister, and they put oak in it. Mm. And then they put CO2 to pressurize it, mm-hmm. which essentially is like fast aging. Like, mm. you can age five years and... Hmm. A matter of weeks. I wonder if we could do that, Ben. It didn't look that hard. I mean, we had to do I mean, it out back in case we die from the explosion of the pressurization. Yeah, but I mean, what a way to go, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it I looked... mean you know, on your tombstone, it would, it would, you know, like read, died from CO two pressure yeah. pressurization because he wanted to age scotch. Yeah. So they essentially made corn I whiskey. Would do it. They made corn whiskey. They took it actually this this on this show. They took it to the top of a mountain. They aged it for 90 days. Or the Jefferson's uh, Reserve. <laughs> the Jefferson's Reserve that's like they, uh, aged. At, at uh, sea. Yeah, at sea. Yeah. Yeah, they took it to the top of a mountain. They aged it for 90 days. They brought it back down and they, they pressurized co- yeah. it. And they put oak. Were there commandments when they came off the mountain? I mean, were they, <laughs> yeah. that, that Thou shalt pressurize me. Yeah, that, I think so. That's <laughs> it number was one. A print, it was a Prince song. That is the, the number one. Pressurize me. <laughs> Under pressure. <laughs> that's not Prince, but it's Queen, but whatever. But yeah, I mean, I think it was like a Prince Queen collaboration. Yeah, it yeah, was uh, instead yeah. of under pressure, it was pressurized me. Yeah, I mean, it was royalty, Prince and Queen. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't know that. I mean, that, that a lot of people back then would would stick themselves in rooms and then they would pump CO two in and shrink them down only to where you could see their bones. I'm, I'm and their organs. I'm ridiculously buzzed right now. And I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I haven't had that much to drink tonight. I'm I'm, I'm buzzed. I feel buzzed. I think it's, I'm tired. <laughs> I don't think you're buzzed. I think you're tired. Both. It's at the same time. It's, uh, yeah. All right. You want to give it a sniff? Yeah, Ben. Let's do that. <laughs> you know, there's there's a little bit of scotchiness in there. There's a little, a little bit of oak, a little bit of scotch, a little bit of salt. But has has um, these sweet caramelly notes to it, but it's it's not floral. It's not fruity. Oh, there's a, a little bit of ap- it, it, I get a little bit of apricot grape. Uh, in there. I'm I'm getting a little bit of the uh, the the boulder fruit in there. I do get a little saltiness on on the on the nose. 
I guess yeah. If you if you, if you get your nose really in, I mean, if if you like, you take a big sniff in there, you could get a little bit of saltiness. Little, but it does tiny bit of a scotch nose. It, it is very like a very, single like a single malt, not very, like an Irish, like a single malt. Very scotchy. It is. Highlands. It is. It is very scotchy. I mean, there is there is um, like a custardiness to it. I get the grape for sure. I almost get like a little bit of a cinnamon or like a nutmeg or something. Definitely vanilla. Picking up the vanilla. Yeah. Picking up the honey. On the, on the I mean, it is, it is really a deep sniff. It's really scotchy. I mean, it, 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 it when, when on the nose, it is very scotch like in its approach. And it is a very scotch color. Because with most cognacs, it's like a light copper. You get, I mean, there's sweetness there, but it's not as sweet as a lot of other cognacs. That was that we've you know smelled. Yeah, some some are super sweet. This one is not sweet. It's more super grapey, honey, vanilla. I mean, you get a lot of those characteristics that you would get from a scotch on the nose on this cognac. I like that. I mean, we haven't had anything from this brand before from Kelt. I mean, there's it's a first, I think, for us. There's some grapiness. I mean, there's 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 some grapey whininess. It is grape. Is whininess? Yeah, whininess. whininess. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Aaron Rodgers, yeah. <laughs> Antonio Brown, Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. I knew Russell Wilson was going to come out of your mouth eventually. I don't want to root against him. I wanted to love him. I loved him for 10 years. You but know, there's, you, a little bit of, there's, there's like a little bit of spice, though. I'm not sure what that spice is. You betrayed my wife. Maybe that's why hmm. I'm so mad. I'm, I'm going all Will Smith on Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> it's a verbal slap. You just slap him. It's a verbal slap. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you leave? <laughs> See? My wife a, loved you. Let this be a lesson you to leave, you. All you, you have to do is berate the person on a podcast week after week after week. It has much more of an effect <laughs> than just this momentary, like, well, let's give it a this one-time event that you did. That you oh, look at the legs you. on that glass. Though. I know. I know. It is. It is. It looks It looks thick. Yeah. She Sonny gave me the side eye, and ever since then, I've been, I've been bashing Russell <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> For years now. Oh, that's super smooth. Wow. That's wow. crazy. What's a, what's a ABV on this? That's most likely 40%. Smooth. Most likely 40%. It is 40%. Even so, that's crazy smooth. But it is extremely smooth. And that not is only like, is it... That is, there's almost no kick to that. Not only is it smooth, but there is... In, I, I think this is the creamiest beverage that we've had. I mean, it is, it, it's like it has a th- this thickness... That no other beverage has had. I mean, this is really nice and creamy. Yeah, I mean, I get grape. I get. A little, I, I'm, I'm getting the salt. <laughs> you, you giggled a little bit. <laughs> I said there's a lot of cream in my mouth, but yeah, I assume. Yeah, I assume. Yeah. I mean, it's not the first Search time. for this isn't the, the not most. The, this is not the most cream in that you've had. Paris. <laughs> <laughs> most search for. Um, I mean, it, it's got a. It too. They're all. Guten Tag. Das, that. <laughs> what did you say? Guten Tag. <laughs> German? Yeah. It's a German no, cognac. This is very good stuff right here. This is very smooth, Ben. No, it, I'm, I'm, I am surprised at how much creaminess and thickness there is in this cognac, but it's so smooth and it goes down so wow. easily. There's a nice sort of vanilla, honey, biscuity note. A little cinnamon. On the palate. I mean, the, there are a little saltiness, little yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm, 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 
but it's nice and dry. I mean, you get a lot of flavor on the entry, a lot of flavor in the mid palate, and mm-hmm. then you just get a nice smooth finish. Well, I'm I'm just shocked by the smoothness and the creaminess. I mean, the, the flavor is, but you do get flavor in the mid palate. There is, I mean, but it's not strong. It's subdued. But damn, that, that that is an easy sipper right there. But yeah, I mean, I really like the way that the the cognac coats your mid palate with that. It's a little bit of fruit. It's a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of salt, a little bit of nutmeg or something, a little bit of stone fruit right on the mid palate, and then it just sort of disappears. Yeah, it, it does dissipate quickly. But it's got that. But it's got that nice smooth entry. Gives you the flavor on the mid palate, and it goes away. So I mean, but it, so it's not absent flavor. It's just super smooth, mm-hmm. extremely smooth. Like no spirity burn whatsoever. It was a nice, just creamy, silky, smooth sip. All I mean, the way I through. don't. I mean, I couldn't. Re- I can't remember all the cognacs we found on the show, but this is probably my favorite. Yeah, I would say it doesn't have as much flavor as some of the other ones. But Which just, is probably why I like it. No, but just, just <laughs> because it doesn't have that grapey flavor that you get. Yeah, you don't get a lot of grapiness. It's more fruity uh, notes that you get, some sweetness. But this one does have some sweetness, but it's 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 almost like a it's biscuity, like the wine bready, cooler of browns. Not even bready, actually. It's most more, more biscuity, pastry-like sweetness in this one. But this one... I mean, I, I mean, I know we had the the orange that orange box that orange box the orange label. We had a couple of the other ones, um, but this one probably because it doesn't have that pronounced cognac flavor, that sweetness, that overwhelming, you know, sweetness that you get from a lot of the cognacs. This one's. Probably my favorite, but predominantly because of that 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 pop of flavor you get on the mid palate, and then it just sort of goes away. Mm-hmm. It doesn't overwhelm you with the sweetness, with the with the thickness. Yeah, no, yeah, no. But 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 is it is a thick sipper though? Oh, for sure. Yeah. But it just doesn't pound you in the yeah. back of the throat with yeah. a bunch of <laughs> sweet, buttery. You know, just that, that sweetness that I, I mean, that's yeah. predominantly why yeah. I don't like the cognacs as much because they, 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 it hits you over the head with that sweetness. Yeah. I don't mind that. And you don't, I mean, like, that's why we, I love the rice because there's, there's one thing you don't get from rice typically. Mm-hmm. It's sweetness. Yeah. What would you rate that bad? It's a tough one. That is a tough one. Do, 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 do. Um, I'm gonna give it a nine. Wow, I think that, I like it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not full of shit yeah. either. I, I actually genuinely like it. It, it. it is a very good cognac. Just because that mid palate bounce is so nice. Yeah, now I, I would actually give it a nine as well. I myself, I mean, just uh, the thickness, uh, the creaminess, the smoothness of this uh, particular cognac. I mean, it's impressive. I mean, for the price range, because there are higher priced cognacs where you don't get the same sort of finish that you do on this one. But I mean that, I mean it really coats your mouth with the flavor, you know, that biscuitiness, that 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 that, that just the pastry. But it's not an overly sweet pastry, you know. And and, and you mean like it's like a European pastry, exactly. Where, where, where you guys waved at the shore, like when the sh- 
when the ships came There's by with not, the sugar, you were yeah. like, no, 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 keep, no, keep moving, keep go, moving. Go, no, go, no, go, no, go, we go. got salt. We have salt. We're good. No, 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 please. We like bland. Take, take your like sugar. Bland. Thank you. Take your cakes, take your pies, <laughs> take your pastries, take your, cre- take your cream puffs, and take that shit to fucking Western Europe because we don't want it over here. But We're going to make our desserts out of freaking fig leaves. Th- this this is Western European, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. But th- that's why it's normally sweet. But normally cognacs are sweet. Not overly, but it, it, it's it's good. I, I, I really, damn, that was good. Yeah, that was a good. Nine out of ten for me. Too bad. Yeah. Uh, we might have to try some more cognacs. Mm-hmm. What have I been saying? Well, but you don't, you know, but as long as they're not the sweet. As long as they're not $120. But I don't think the hundred twenty dollars ones are going to be uh, any better, or worse, right? That much better necessarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw some in the case, and I'm like, who would like who like who walks in here and buys this eight hundred dollar bottle? Because I think they have an eight hundred dollar bottle. I'm sure there. they do. I'm sure they do. But that is a that is a good uh, that's a good cognac right there. I mean, definitely not a Bevmo, or because now it's a grocery store apparently. You can get your milk there and eggs. Well, t- I mean, a club soda has been hard to find. I went to the Smart and Final. A no club soda. I went to Vons. No club soda. Really? Well, they had the, they had the one liter bottles. I'm oh, like, you're not going to drink a one liter bottle, are you? Not in uh, one night. No. Yeah, was that throw it away? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I went to two stores looking for club club, club soda, and then I I forgot to get it at Total Wine when I stopped it. So I went to Bevmo. Bevmo had finally a place that actually had, and they had too much club soda. I didn't know what kind to get. <laughs> so I ended up getting this one, uh, but I was, you know, but Bevmo has definitely turned into. Uh, I mean, they have milk and butter and yogurt and cleaning supplies and Cascade pods for your dishwasher. I'm like, what Wait, the fuck really? happened to this place? Did they really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were joking about like that. the liquor's like all the way I've in the been, back now. It's since, like all the way ever in the since, back. Ever since Total Wine opened, never been back to Bevmo. Way better. It's just closer for me. Yeah. Actually, well, you don't have a. There's a total one right down the street here. Uh, parking, oh yeah, yeah, parking sucks. But the parking but, yeah, sucks. Parking's yeah. pretty terrible. Yeah, and you gotta get the. Then if you gotta get validated, if you're not if you're there too long, <laughs> uh, but the but Bevmo's way too expensive for um most liquor, like most whiskeys or rice. If they're decent, they're gonna be way more expensive at Bevmo. So I checked online. It was this one. The the Bushmills was the same price there as it was at Total Wine as it was at like two other places. So I was like, okay, I'll go there. Uh, but yeah, the, the club soda is surprisingly hard to find these days. Mm-hmm. I think it might have something to do with, uh, I don't know, some kind of world <laughs> conflicts. Oh, oh no! Apparently, Russia makes all the club soda. Yeah, maybe, maybe from Moscow, straight from Moscow. <sighs> but how was the Q tonic? Was it better than the or Q club soda? Was it better than the uh, honestly, the Target I, brand? Yeah, well, I, there's really no difference. I just feel like I like fucking with you, man. I mean, but really this one no, didn't have. It says it's like extra special, like. Amazing. Yeah, that's that's the marketing right there. It, it, yeah, it's good though. I mean, it's it's good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, um, you know the the, the drinks that have on the sh- on the podcast so far have been good, man. With the club soda, but it's not worth. So what you're saying is it's not worth a dollar a can. Is it a dollar a can? Yeah, for the Q. Hmm. No. Well, at Bevmo. Yeah. Because yeah. like, a gallon of milk is probably like six dollars too. So I haven't bought a gallon of milk. Don't go through the milk that quickly, Ben. Yeah, because when I buy the Q tonic, what are they? Yeah, I think it's like $24. And half of them are uh, carbonated, half of them aren't. Half, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Amazon.com. <laughs> but this one was carbonated, though. So this, this it was good. It was, it was, it was, it was fizzy all for right. sure. As long as that's all that matters. Yeah. All right, Franny, you're at a nine. I am at a nine. 
What's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben, we have our beer of the week from Figaro Mountain Brewing Company, the Hoppy Poppy IPA. We're going to pour it into a glass, and we'll give it a shot. I can't wait to taste this one. We'll be right back with Front Ace Beer of the Week. All right, and we are back with our beer of the week, Ben, from Figaro Mountain Brewing, Mountain Brewing <laughs> Company, Hoppy <laughs> Poppy IPA. Ben, I'm sure you have some information for us. I do. This is the Figaro Mountain Brewing Company from Coast California. This is the Hoppy Poppy IPA. The ABV is 6.5%. The IBU is 55. Got a mid-bitterness here, Franny. Got a little bit of bitterness. The hops are Cascade, Columbus, and Simcoe. The malts are Pale Turo, Crystal, Wheat, and Cara. That's it. Wow, they don't have a lot of information here. Let's see. Tasting notes. Okay. No tasting notes. Inspiration. Yeah, no inspiration. Awards and recognition. Uh, 2012 gold medals, uh, Los Angeles International Beer Fest gold medal, 2016 Australian International Beer Awards silver medal, 2014 New York International Beer Competition silver medal, 2015 bronze Denver International Beer Competition medal, and honorable mention 2014 Denver International Beer Competition. I'm surprised they don't have the tasting notes filled in here. I know, seriously. What's going on here? I expected there to be more down there yeah. when I scroll down. Mm-hmm. Nothing there. Let's see. Let's see where these guys are located. It says Coast California. Let's see. 805 area code. So they're not, they don't think they're that far away. Uh, Figaro Mountain Brewing Company. Let's see. About this place. Let's see what we got for about this place. Since they don't have any tasting notes. Is that Ventura? What is, that? what is 805? I think it's, yeah, I think it's up there somewhere. Uh, founded by father and son, Jim and Jamie Deinthofer in 2010. Passion for craft beer. They set up to pay homage to the beautiful Santa Inez Valley with handcrafted beer and hand-drawn artwork depicting local landscapes on their labels. Named after the mountain scene from their family home in Los Olivos, Figueroa Mountain. Yeah, that's a, that's, uh, I think that's Ventura County. Brewing company opened in Bolton, California with only a handful of employees since then. that has grown to become one of the fastest growing craft breweries in America and now is over 200 staff, which they affectionately call the Fig Farm or Fig Fam. Uh, there are currently four tap rooms along California's central coast. Figaro Mountain Brewing Company can be found in their tap rooms at select retailers and restaurants throughout California, since they don't have any tasting notes. Uh, Mr. Jamie Deitenhofer, get some uh, tasting notes up in there. <laughs> so, Friday, what made you pick this particular beer? Um... You know, it just it looked interesting on the shelf. I, you know, it's 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 an IPA with a little bit of poppy in there, supposedly. I mean, that's what it, that's what it was on the shelf. That's that was what the description was. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping for, you know, quite a bit of hoppiness in this one, Ben. A little bit of uh, crispness as well. Ooh, yeah. can we get a little know. crispness in this one? Let's see. I don't know. I would want a little bit more crispness. I would want a little bit more Christmas. I would want a little bit more Christmas. I yeah, would yep. want a little bit yeah, more Christmas. I would like some Christmas. I bet that, would yep, want a little bit more exactly Christmas. That's exactly what I would like. I oh would want God. a little bit more Christmas. <laughs> All right. But on the nose, Ben. 
on the nose. I just laughed in the beer and spilled it on my nose. Nice, a nice bit of hoppiness in that one. Nice citrusy notes. I mean, it has a, has a really oh, nice, it's got nose, a nice nose. It's a nice, strong and fresh, nose. clean. Yep. Hasn't been on the shelf it too long. It smells crisp. Well, it tastes crisp, though. I mean, the color is, is it's, it's a fairly yeah, dark it's got IPA. A, it's got a th- traditional IPA nose, but a little bit thicker, a little mm. bit richer, a little bit more hop, a little bit mm. more. Uh, thickness on the nose than your typical sort of softer IPA. It's got a it's got a nice robust, thick, deep mm-hmm. IPA nose. It's nice. Yeah, cheers to you, but it's the only thing tastes. Yeah, see, it tastes That's with the puppy so inside. Damn, see? Yeah, puppy. Yeah, puppy. Hi, puppy. Puppy, puppy. Ooh, it's almost like a cross between an IPA and a Pilsner. Doesn't have the doesn't have the bitterness. I mean, there's a little, a little bit, bit, there's, little bit there's but a very little light. bitterness. I thought it would have a little bit more bitterness uh, considering the IBUs right there. Le- less than it should mm-hmm. be for an IPA, but you know, IPAs um, are very. It's a it's a big market to try to find your niche in. There's some dryness in there. The carbonation seems just about right. So. I would want a little bit more Christmas. Did you get it? It's a little dry. I would want a little bit more Christmas. It's a little dry for the so, Christmas, mm, but it's good though. I mean, it, mm, it, it's definitely it's, it's it starts off wet mm, and it finishes dry. It starts. No, I'm serious. Oh, it starts off wet and it finishes so it's like it's like yeah. a good shower. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what do you think, Ben? What do you think about the flavor on that one? It's like a good shower. Yeah. No, it's 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 got a nice bitterness. Not too, I wish it had a little bit more bitterness. I do like the dryness, mm-hmm. uh, especially in cold weather. I'm not a big fan of dryness in, 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 in my beers. In cold weather, I don't mind it. I mean, if it were 85 degrees out right now, I would be a little bit more disappointed because it, it does dry your tongue, mm-hmm. especially if you had street tacos last night. You want something that's going to wet your tongue, not dry your tongue anymore than it already is. Um, it's got a nice citrusy note to it. It's got a hoppiness, but not, not quite enough. And um, But it does have a nice carbonation. It does have a nice, there's a tiny little bit of a pine note in there, uh-huh. like a little bit of a pine note in there. It does. You can, you can get just a little bit, just a, just a hint. This is a nice, that. you know, it's 6.5%, so it's a little high. Yeah. If it were, well, I, what I was going to say is if it was around five, I'd say it'd be a nice beer on a, you know, to sit on the patio and, and sip on for a while. If you're hanging out with your friends and you, you want to drive home eventually, you could sip on this for a while and it'd be satisfying, you know, not like a 9%. You know, IPA or ten percent IPA, something that's really heavy. But I, I like it. I think it's a good offering. Yeah. No, it's 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 uh, I mean, it's, it's a solid offering. I, I was uh, hoping for a little less dryness. I mean, there's there's a little bit of crispness there, but it feels wet all the way through. That just that that hint of dryness on the back of the tongue mm, kind of throws me off just a little bit. See, so, so but now, I like do it. I, have to get a new sound I like it. It's a little too good. much dryness. I don't usually say that because most of our <laughs> beers aren't that dry. This one just has that bit of dryness on the finish where it's it's just not as appealing as it could be. Try Bud Dry. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Oh, I, no. used to, I drank so much Bud Dry when I was... <laughs> Why? Because... <laughs> That's all was available? It was... It, well, I mean, it was upstate New York. I mean, it wasn't like... Yeah. You know, we didn't have a lot of money. Hey, it wasn't like you California you kids drinking... You want to feel thirsty after a sip? <laughs> wasn't like... Here's you, some Bud Dry. It wasn't like you California people could be like drinking your Grolsch and your 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 imported beers in the 1980s. You know, we were... we were. You guys had Labatt. We had That's Bush, imported. we Labatt had Molson, is... and we had Bud Dry. Yeah, but Labatt... And Bud. Labatt is imported. 
It wasn't so big in 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 upstate New York, bigger in western New York. But yeah, I mean, we were you know we had our Molsons, we had uh-huh. our Buds, we had our Bud Drives, we had our Bush, which is still an underrated beer. Bush. If I could just find a six pack of Bush, we would try it on the show. But all I could find is a thirty pack of Bush. <laughs> that just shows the quality <laughs> of the beer when all you could buy is thirty of yeah, them. Like if you cans, can, if you ever see a what, six pack of Bush, can you please buy yeah, how it? Mu- how much is a thirty pack? I don't even know how much a thirty it's like pack 14. is. Fourteen ninety nine, fifteen ninety nine. But what am I going to do with thirty of them? Screams to the quality. But I, I mean, I don't want to throw them away. But I also don't want to put them on the curb and have some teenager take it. So what am I going to do with it? Like, but if you see a six pack, Total Wine doesn't have it. Uh-huh. Bevmo doesn't have it. Liquor stores don't have it. But if you if you ever see like if you're shopping and you're like I want a pack of gum, and you're in some gas station and you see a six pack of Bush, fucking buy it for me, please, because I can't find it anywhere. I can't find singles. Like I expect, like okay, Seven Eleven. Yeah. Next yeah. to the Tecate, they'll have like a Bush or a or a next to the Bud, they'll have it. Bud Light, they got a, they got those big giant cans they have. Uh huh. I can't find it Not anywhere. The Bush. Interesting. Yeah, but well, back east you could find it, but out yeah. here it's just it's only thirty packs, mm-hmm. not even twelve packs. I think I've had Bush though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's extremely light and not that much flavor. No, it's like Coors Light, but better. Yeah, it, well, Coors Light is not that good to begin with. I think I think we did try Coors Light on the <laughs> yeah. no, you because like you were trying to introduce me to the beers of your childhood. Yeah, we had them all. We had Miller. We had a couple of them, and we had and, Pabst. We had Old Milwaukee. Yeah. And I think we had Coors Light also, and and it's not something that I I, I would typically drink. We had, I, yeah, I, we had regular Coors. I don't drink a lot of beer in general, but you know, I mean, obviously, I'll, I'll sample. Uh, you're it too on good the for show. beer. I get it. I get it. No, I'm not too good you're, for beer. You're too good for beer. You, yeah. you got your scotches and your cognacs. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> pinky up in the in the air. <laughs> I know you type of drinker. I don't, I don't drink too much beer. You know. <laughs> I'm it's, not, it's not pricey enough. It's not pricey enough for me, Ben. But the, I mean, but yeah, I mean, my first beer ever that I had in my entire life was Old Milwaukee, and then uh, oh, you and, remember, and then MGD. Yeah, I can't. I don't even know what my first one was. It was yeah, it was me and my buddy drank a six pack of MGD, and then we ran around the neighborhood drinking <laughs> coffee like my mother's coming home because we were fucked up from like a six pack of MGD each. Uh, I I'm I'm sure you'd still get. You know, a little fucked up with uh, six beers in you, Ben. But MGD was, I mean, that's a, that's actually another quality beer for a cheap, <laughs> shitty beer. We had that on the show, too. I think we had, did we have, did we have Miller Genuine Draft? I don't know if we had MGD. I, I, I cannot remember, but you, you introduced me to a few. Pabst was good. Pabst wasn't bad. No, Pabst, is, actually, I, I remember I did like that one. I, I like, I, I didn't hate Pabst. I mean, it was, it was crisp and refreshing, but lacking flavor. Well, yeah, yeah. they all like flavor. Yeah, yeah. But you're supposed to drink like twenty of them. Yeah, exactly. It's not like uh, with a with like a your Vichyshwa. <laughs> but where'd you rate this though, Ben? Ooh, I'll give it a seven. Because uh, yeah. it, it it's not bitter enough. For yeah, me. yeah. I, I was actually you know gonna rate it exactly the same. I would give it a seven. Also, I mean, it's an enjoyable beer. Just that dryness on the back, though. I mean, that's that's what kind of messes it up right there. So now I have to get a new soundbite. Say that again? No, I'm not gonna say. That. <laughs> I can still dig it out of this podcast. Yeah, I mean, but you know, for we, uh, the majority of beers that we've had, though, I haven't haven't had this type of a dry finish. I mean, this one is almost like once you once you like have a few sips of it, it's almost like I want to say it's powdery, but it's powdery. No, it's like it's like there's this weird this beer reminds me of Johnson and Johnson's <laughs> baby powder. It's just there's this dryness. Are there. you not feeling fresh down yeah. there? <laughs> Please splash a little bit of Hoppy Poppy IPA 
under your pits, into your shoes, and also in your delicate areas to get rid of that pesky, pesky moisture that you find as you're walking around during the day on a hot summer day. Hoppy poppy. Hoppy poppy. Keeps you fresh. Yeah. No smell. So seven for me. Seven for you, Ben. I was like, I don't want to get in any fucking small talk with you tonight. I'm tired. I'm not doing it. I'm not biting on your happy puppy. <laughs> we'll sleep you, Ben. <laughs> wow, look at that. One fi- we can finish I under know. two hours. Seriously, but we probably will not. But, you know, we're pretty close to just about two hours. All right, I'm in a seven. You're in a seven. Friday, what's next about a big board? Next up, Ben, is our housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, have at it. All right, we're a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head over to our website at thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com. There you can subscribe or listen to past episodes. Check out our show notes, lightweight links. Mine's all wet. It's all wet from like everything that's been spilled on it. Links to stories we cover and booze slash beer reviews, Ben. The Browns. The Browns. Everything. Anything you want to review, it's there. We review it. Wait, anything they want to I review is there? I'm, I'm tired, Ben. You take no, it no, away. No, no, go ahead. Go take ahead, it away. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> this is exactly what you would do to me. Uh, beer. We review links to all podcatchers to download. I mean, everything out there in the universe. I mean, every single place that you could possibly find a podcast, we are located there uh, to download or like, leave a review, like or leave a review, email us, call us, text us, you know, carrier pigeon us, whatever. Oh, yeah. What do they do in uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, what did it do on Game of Thrones? It was like a bird or something that was flew it, in. That, that was the Three-Eyed Raven, Ben. Is <laughs> <laughs> that the Three-Eyed Raven? It was, yeah, though, I thought there was like, what show was it where they, the bird flew with the notes? Or am I thinking of like a movie or some other maybe, show that's not related? A movie. Yeah. But follow us on Ben's amazing Twitter. My angry Twitter account. Yeah, you, are, you, you can get quite angry, but you get angry responses. <laughs> if you get like it angry... Matter. You could say... Angry replies. You could say, what an amazing... <laughs> amazing thing that this person did giving food to the needy and also birthing a child on the street in the back of a car. And somebody on Twitter is going to be like, well, fuck you, man. Why didn't he birth this other baby that was right down the street? <laughs> like, there's always going to be some asshole. There's a lot of assholes out there, Ben. But on Twitter, what's your Twitter? Twitter, was it handle? At Goldthirst. At Goldthirst. Or my Instagram, where I never post any beer. Eventually, I will. At Thursday. Eventually. And uh, yeah, check out the photos. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't write it. I didn't write it. I'm just kind of reading it. Actually, way. yeah. Well, you, you feel free to write yeah. write the clothes no, that you would no, like I, to yeah, read. I, I think yours is, I mean, the way you usually read it, you do a good job. You kind of know how to approach it. I'm just reading this wet piece of paper right here where, like, part of it's like, Kind of ripping and falling yeah, apart. Yeah, why is there so much liquid on your I don't side know. Of the table? I, I have no idea why there's so much liquid right there, but the paper is all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like your college notes on there. Yeah, I know. Look at, look at, look at, look at, look at this. Quiz, like, tu- quiz you Tuesday. You see, it's like falling apart. Quiz on Tuesday. <laughs> Medieval church. <laughs> Charlemagne versus the church. Wow. I don't know where all this water came from. That's pretty interesting. All right. 
Uh, I think it came from all the drool from the the dryness in the beer. Maybe, maybe. Were, I, th- I think it was my first uh, my first drink of the night. Still, like it, it soaked. Unless that glass has a hole in it or something, I don't even know. Yeah, it's a very holy glass. Yeah, holy, <laughs> it's holy glass. It was, you know, because the Danes and the Vikings, the, uh-huh. you know, they're the, the pagans versus the Christians. They don't like each other, uh-huh. even though they're on the same side, which seemed odd to me. You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, 12 divided by six is, you know, 12 divided by two is six. Then you divide it by, you know, half again. Then you get three. <laughs> you know your math, Ben. <laughs> well, like the, the, the Danes are like, hey, we are together, but fuck you, half of you. Half of you suck. Even though a hundred years ago we were not Christian, but now we are. So fuck you. <laughs> so fuck you, all of you. We kill in the name of the Lord. We do not kill in the name of the gods. We kill though. That is one thing we can agree on. We kill. Hey, but <laughs> Valhalla though. We Valhalla would be, be, you know like if you died and you were able to go to like you know just a beer hall for the rest yeah. of, for like eternity. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sign me up. Yeah, I mean it was just it's just I mean because that had that that is how it was in the olden days. Because that 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 that, that it actually is still similar. I mean now we don't have religion, I mean, it, now we're it, fighting about culture it, shit. It, it kind of would be paradise, right? I mean like you just chill in a beer hall with all your buddies that were killed in battle. I mean Yeah, cuz that's, that's what Oh, because you, you, you go cuz especially if you die, you're going to you're going to meet someone's going to greet you and be like, "Yeah, when you fucking stuck your knife through that guy's fucking eyeball." <laughs> that shit was the best. Here's and a beer. you killed the guy behind him, threw his fucking skull into the fucking Here's chest. Here's a beer in a horn glass of all glasses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I want glory. What is this glory you speak of? Uh, I also seek glory. I do not only seek to win. You will find glory. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Ben, if you if you were if you if you were Let's say, I mean, God forbid you die tomorrow. But if you were to die tomorrow, that's thanks for that. Thanks for that. That was I nice. Mean, if, if, if your that life was nice. If your life, God forbid, was to, you know, if I see you tomorrow. If not, you know, you know what? Fuck it. Good riddance. Fuck you know? it. 165 episodes. No, but what would we, we had a good run? Like what would we be had your, a good run? Your paradise. I mean, we know Valhalla. I mean, you know, like you know, pond life. Every, every everybody like has their own like sort of you know their every religion has you know a, a paradise. What would your paradise be, Ben? Pond life. A what? Pun life. What the fuck is that? It's pun life, man. What's that? I would just be in like a rural area with a nice house. Pond? With pond? a nice cabin. With a nice pond or lake in front of me. Oh, pond. Okay. Yeah, with like a I nice... Didn't, I didn't hear the D in that. Oh, pond. Okay. Sorry, I'm from New York. Uh, Yeah, with a nice pond or lake in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know, I could swim in it. I could fish in it. I got all my friends around. We got endless beers around scotch bourbon around and i'm just sort of hanging out you know warm sun summer sun on my face breeze coming in mm-hmm. you know sound of the peepers and the crickets in the background peepers. in a beautiful pond peepers. or lake in front of me i think we made fun of that like that, we had that great that that one beer that we had that was like the peepers yeah that one was really good i can't remember which brewing company it was but that one was a very good that would be beer. my uh you know, my brother there, my you are there, my family is there, you know, except for the annoying ones. They're all there and, you know, just do a little fishing. But they wouldn't be as annoying in your paradise. Uh, I don't know. It, 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 yeah, no, that's right. All the good yeah. qualities would be there. All, yeah. the, all the ones that annoyed me. Kind of disappear. Yeah. All yeah. the uh, all their political opinions would disappear. And it would just be our own personal relationship would be all that's left. What about you? Uh, me, Ben, my paradise would be very similar to yours, except I would be on a beach 
It would be on a beach with the bluest waters ever with a couple of jet skis. A couple of jet skis. I'm serious. Your paradise is <laughs> like throwing throwing exhaust fumes of off at everybody else's face. With a couple of jet skis, you know, you have a, a nice little uh, gazebo <laughs> where you could just sort of recline and sit back and just relax with your closest buddies, you know, and just drink and be happy. And like the water wouldn't be deep, it'd be nice and shallow. So you can go for a nice warm swim if you want to. You can just jump on a jet ski if you want to, or you can jump on, I don't know, some, not a yacht, but just a large boat with an engine. Yes. Where do you go? I mean, there's islands. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're, well, it's Valhalla. So, yeah. I mean, I'm saying, like, are, are they inhabited? Are they, are they vacant like, islands? Just, uh, uninhabited, I should say. It'd be inhabited with the people that I want to hang out with the most. Uh, so, yeah. like, so, in other words, the people that you really want to hang out with yeah. would be like on the beach. And then or the people the you want to see, but you don't want to see them all no, the time. No, they're there. They're there, but they're happy. They're happy on their island. <laughs> be like, my uncle is over there on the other island. You know, but I don't see him all the it's time. It's always warm, always warm, never cold. You know, just oh, a, you a little a, cold, just a little a chill, slight, no, a little no, no, fire, no, 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 slight breeze. You know, just uh, perfect weather. All right, but a nice, beautiful beach with palm trees. See, it's like a Croatian yeah. island vacation in the uh, summer with no people. There's not as much sand in Croatia, though. <laughs> Less rocky beaches, more sandy beach. But turquoise clear water, blue fish. Uh, I want to go fishing though. No. Well, would there be fish? I mean, yeah, there would be just for like you know ambiance. <laughs> but what's on the shore? Are there plants or the trees? No, or the I mean, grapes, there's like a, there there's like a, figs. What's growing on the shore? There's like Are there um, regular trees, like those. Uh, what is like the the uh, what is it the the drums? Like the is the Caribbean sort of like. Oh, really? Yeah, why not, dude? I mean, you got Caribbean. You got like steel drum band going. Drums band, you know exactly. Just like a nice little vacation for eternity. But who's playing the drums? Uh, Do you have to get to know those people, or are they just no? Like, it's just random. For you they, for free? They, they play themselves <laughs> because it's, it's you're like, hey, just, Tony, I, I I'm sorry, I stuck you here for just, eternity. That's just the way. But I want to hear you play. <laughs> there's no guy. Go back to the quarters. Like, the after. drums are going, but there's nobody behind them. It's just constant. You know, like when you say stop, stop. Like, hey Siri, stop with the drums. I just want it to be just you know quiet and just want to hear the waves splashing on the beach. But what are you eating? Because you're on the beach, and yeah, I know you true. don't eat seafood, so you're going to be like yeah, hamburgers no. on the beach. I mean, I'm well, technically I, like I, hamburgers, I would, pork chops, I wouldn't, and uh... I wouldn't be hungry <laughs> because it's you know paradise. I mean, so you wouldn't be hungry, you wouldn't be thirsty. But if you want to get drunk and get fucked up, you know. But do you want to eat? Uh you could you could eat if you want to. Yeah, I mean, but you know, be man. I mean, I'm not I'm not like one of those guys that's like a foodie. I'm not a foodie. You know, I, you you're know. a foodie for five things. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm not very. How good is the steak? I'm good at the pork chops. And how yeah. good? Hey. How good is the chicken? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I'm good at tacos and pizza. Yeah, that's fine. I'm good. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, on the pond, I think I would have. I'd have. I'd have a taco guy at the beach all the time. But no diarrhea. No diarrhea. No diarrhea. And and if it's diarrhea, just it's pond life. You just you just poop in the pond. Exactly. Um, and the fish eat it. <laughs> and you know, I'd have fish, of course. You know, lots of you know, I'd have bass and trout and catfish, and probably a probably a still on the property. I'd make gin. I'd also be aging bourbon and rye, uh, almost exclusively on the property. Uh, but it would age very quickly. It would go to twelve <laughs> years in 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 the blink of an eye. And uh-huh. it would be it would all be high rye. It would all be one hundred percent rye. Uh, 
rye. You barely ever drink rye after the show, though. Well, I just, it's, it's buried in there. Yeah. It's, it's hard there. to find. No, it's not. Like, like we get off the show, we're half drunk. I'm like, I don't want to be, my, my wife is sleeping. I'm going to be like, bang, bang, ding, 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 ding. The bottles like clanging against each other, trying to find a rye in there. If you, if you can find a really good rye after we close the show, I will happily drink so it. So we have uh, we have we have very similar uh, paradises, Ben. Except I'm on a beach, you're uh, by a pond. I don't know why you would want to be by a pond when you could be on a beach, but whatever. Well, because a pond is it's always smooth. Uh, is it? Oh, it's, it's always is warm. Oh, there's a creek at least. Yeah, but pond. beaches are warm. They're warm, but beaches are, you know, salty, <laughs> and. You know, nobody really likes being on the beach all the time. Like nobody, you go to the beach, you're like, ugh. Like you like it for a while, but then yeah. after a while, you're like, you're sticky and you're salty and you're kind of gross. Okay, maybe the humidity level is not that high. Okay, maybe the humidity is like sixty percent. So it's pond, like, you just you walk down there. It's like every day. Ponds are usually cold. No, but not not in Valhalla. <laughs> so <laughs> Saint, so Saint fake Valhalla. So it's humid in my paradise, <laughs> but in yours, the ponds are warm all of a sudden. So like, I can't choose the weather. In my paradise? No. Well, yeah. I suppose. No, you can't. <laughs> but I'm choosing to do the pond. It's like the pond is warm. It has a, uh-huh. you know, but it doesn't have too much algae. You know, it's very, yeah. very, but there are algae areas because mm-hmm. I want to go explore. Yeah, you it's know, and 80 I wanna, degrees all the time. It's all the time. You know, and you get a nice cabin, you got a hammock. Fuck, I got to go on vacation. Um, you know, but it's just, you know, that's my dream. And I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy a, a house with a pond somewhere in, in this paradise. country. In paradise. While I'm alive, <laughs> unless it's tomorrow, of course, I'm going to buy a place with a pond since Sonia will never let me leave the San Fernando Valley. I have to figure out a way to get a place that isn't here. Start digging <laughs> in your backyard. Yeah, I'm going to dig for a, you know, for, in, in the San Fernando Valley, you get, uh, you get, you get clay and then uh, toxic waste, like all the remnants of like the, the all the manufacturing plants that were out here. Oh yeah. And then about fifty feet down you might get a little water, uh, maybe a little bit, a little bit. Uh, but then there. you fill it up. Yeah. And so then, there we are. Two two hours and twelve minutes in. There we beat that that two hour mark right there. Well, because that's the plan the gods had for us. Exactly. I mean that's what they I mean it's interesting to watch like uh, Vikings when they talk about the gods and you know and that speech that you know, spoiler alert uh, that that Uhtred gave at the end when he talked about I'm a Dane I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a I'm from Wessex I'm I'm a, I'm a Dane and you know how we got everyone to go and fight and that cliff scene was fucking good though you got to admit that yeah, cliff scene was, was fucking that was good. good that was good that was good I mean that was like they they pulled out all the stops there for their budget on the mm-hmm. end of that one I mean mm-hmm. getting pushed to the edge of the cliff and the guys ah, yeah ah. kind of slowly falling over and Edward was still like fuck man <laughs> you saved my life but Fuck it. You want to be independent? I mean, give me a fucking... Like, at that point, I, I I think a better ending would have been for him to say, like, I understand. Mm. I kind of did. I mean, he was kind of pissed off, but he's like, he was, you know, But he was... He shouldn't have been pissed off at all. He was at the edge of the cliff. He wanted to create, uh, you know, England. Everybody wants united. to create England. Everybody wants to have the manifest destiny. Doesn't mean everybody can have it. Sometimes you can't have it. You can't have it all. You can't have it. Everybody wants it. Not everybody gets it. Uh, I'm tired. Yeah, Canada wanted to go from the from the Atlantic all the way to, to Alaska. We were like, nope, Alaska's ours. Sorry. You're going to have to stop at Alaska, dudes. That's it. You're not getting Alaska. And they were like, all right, I'm good. All right, I'm good. Give me, a, give me a Molson. I'm good. 
All right. Funny. All right. We already did the housekeeping. I uh, know we did the housekeeping. Anything else to add before we... Uh... Uh, nothing else to add, Ben, except thank you so very much, everybody out there, for listening. <laughs> thank you. We'll see you <laughs> next week.